You don't have kids to have fun. You have kids to use as an excuse to never leave the house. Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's podcast experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show. Thank you for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, where there are full video episodes of the show every Monday. Thank you also for following the show at Cape Pod on Instagram and TikTok, and that is the YouTube handle as well. So if you go to YouTube and look for Cape Pod, you'll find us. And of course, links in the description down below. Whether you're watching or listening, you can find all the social links. Ah, and now we're here for Wish Fulfillment, part two, <laughs> part two of two <laughs> that I've been trying to get going for two years because last week, K232, we heard from my father and now to complete the duo. What are you, what are you doing over there? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I'm just chuckling. Waiting patiently. No, I'm just chuckling. Yeah. Well, you know, part I can two. talk. So you're just, yeah, you're like, eventually he's going to get to me. No. Um Anyway, joining me this week for an extensive interview, I'm guessing it's going to be extensive. I'm putting my money on extensive, an equally extensive interview compared to last week. Uh, in addition to last week, I should say, please welcome my mother, Sue Abalo. I've been trying to get on the I show miss for Abalo. <laughs> Oh, I'm here too, guys. Yeah. Well, I was going to get, can I introduce the guest before I introduce the help? Thank you. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's like that. It's like that. You're the only one okay. to be here. So I think calling you staff is fair. Okay. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to be weird, but I'll oh, don't. You don't channeled do that. some energy there to it that I don't appreciate. <laughs> hey, we're all family here. Listen, you know this. Sure. You know that. Anyway, as you just saw or heard, grousing behind the board, Christian Cordes. Yeah, whatever. Get back to the interview. Oh. Hi, <laughs> Miss Abalo. It is very nice to meet you. It is nice to meet you as well. I've been looking forward to these two he shows. He has. I, and I'm, I'm telling you, and I, I said it, I'm, I probably said it uh, last week, but it's true. He said, because he's been saying, he and Ming have been bothering me about, for, you're like, have you brought your parents in? You're going to have your parents on the show. I was like, hey, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And two years ago, I told you guys, it's all I want for my 40th birthday. And you both got cold feet. And it, you tried to kind of get it going last year. It didn't you happen. Passed. Can you believe that? Well, see, you. We could we could get to that, but that messes you up more than it messes me up. Kind of like your age messes me up. I was about to say, it does which one? I think it messes her up more. Like, do you think it like catches you off guard sometimes, where you're just like, what? That he's his age. Yeah, that I'm forty two. Well, at the point this goes out, I'm forty two. So. Uh, yeah, because it realized we got older, but you know, children grow up very fast, as all people do. You know, but it's hard to believe that it's it's been that long yeah. so it's interesting it is interesting you've had to you've had to deal with him for 42 years i've exactly. had to deal with him for three three only three years only three exactly and i'm he's tired been very easy he hasn't been a difficult child and I'll so you heard it here. i'll believe it when i hear it <laughs> no both well that's sister are, are are good people that i'm proud to say you get no are jokes mine. from me on that <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to fight my own mother on that yeah, one. Yeah, like, I'm not, I got nothing. Like, that was too nice for me to, like, make a joke out right? of it. I was like, damn. Well, here's the problem. She backed me into a nice corner. So <laughs> she beat me at my own game. So here's the thing. I, so we're, we ate dinner before we came here. So as 
you're all seeing this a week apart. We're recording these on, on consecutive nights. So last night we were here with my father and tonight I'm here with my mother. So dad asks during dinner tonight, he's like, so when are we going to see that interview? I'm like, wait, what? You want to watch back your own interview? Like here's somebody who I literally, we had, there, there was a, there was a time last year where at the 11th hour, dad was, had feelings about it. And I was like, I don't want you to be nervous. Like, if you don't want to do it, I'm not going to twist your arm because I want you to have fun. And he did have fun last night, but like, I, I've been it willing to delay year. it. Yeah. Well, two, two years. Cause you know, yeah. two years ago, you guys gave me the, <clears throat> anyway. So I, uh, I'm surprised that he wants to watch it back. And I said, October 16th, you'll be able to watch it. Now, the thing is, see, one of the liberating parts about doing this show is that my immediate family, thankfully, takes very little interest in my creative endeavors. I don't mean that in a negative way. I don't want you to get upset. I'm just saying, but you don't, but you don't, when it comes particularly to this, when it comes to the world of, of the show and all this stuff. It's not like you don't watch, you don't listen and all that, which is fine. And neither does well, my sister. And, you know, obviously dad doesn't. So, hey, we got something in common, Sue. I don't listen either. I'm on it. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but but you have to put them on. You know, the only ones that I've seen are your cousin. No, but they are out there. I'm just saying if you wanted to, you actually could. Yeah. You know, you have to put them on for me because technologically I'm a. I'm well, a I see. That's the thing. I subscribe you to a bunch of different. um Am I subscribed to you? No, you're not. Consciously, because I subscribe to <laughs> CBS Sunday Morning, Late Show with Stephen Colbert. You know, that's 60 Minutes, the stuff that I know you're going to watch. You know, you're not subscribed to my channel because <laughs> I connect all their technology. Yeah, but I'm your all their technology. So I'd watch you. No, you wouldn't. You would not. I, I, listen, it's it's a certain – I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm just saying okay. I don't know that the, the show proper – you're getting the, the VIP treatment here. Trust me. Okay. But the average show, you'd probably just – you probably wouldn't get it. Because <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's above your head. I'm just saying it's Could frantic, be. it's loud, it's crude. If I'm being honest, and at this point, there's so many inside jokes that sometimes it makes up like half of the episode. Okay. Unfortunately, like, but that's any show that goes on for a period of years. Like, there's going to be you, you know com- jokes that you accumulate. Comfy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sheesh! It's a running gag. When so. did Mrs. Abala? When did you realize that like there was the the talent funny bone in him, or like? What, like, what was the – was there, like, a moment where you were like, oh, man. My child's He might want to go to <laughs> – he might take a trip out to Hollywood. Uh, and be dumb enough to move there twice, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I – this might sound strange, but when his father was out of work in whatever year it was, he said – Not January 1991. I was in third grade. I was nine years old. Okay. I know exactly you, what you're going to say. There you go. But and, you can say it and because – No, he came and he said, Mom, I want to help. You know, I think I'm going to, you know, make a movie or do something to, you know, help out dad. And I said, that's a wonderful thing to want to do, but it's not your responsibility. So I think then that kind of was the spark that probably said, you know, not that he wanted to be out front, but that he wanted to do something. I said, I want to make movies so I could support the family because my father got laid off under Bush 1.0 under that recession. And uh, yeah. In third grade, I said that. Nine years old. That's that's incredibly sweet. I've I got nothing for jokes here, man. I, like, yeah, I so, well, that's why. I see, I I hesitate to say that now. Back in, um, I put this out as a clip sometime last year, last summer, Cape Two Hundred Five, which I happen to remember because I just it was just KP's birthday and he was a guest on that show, so I was pulling clips from that show. Um, when he was asking, so we were talking about the creative journey. KP Burke, our friend and member of the the family, is um stand-up comedian. He's been at it for about 13 years. He's been doing comedy. Pretty much. Um, 
And he was, he asked me, when did you kind of first get the impulse? When did you, when it comes to getting up in front of people, when it comes to performing? And I mentioned that, and Christian, you weren't here that night. So this is, this would be new for you. So what I, at that point, at the beginning of third grade, it was the first year we had show and tell. I'd never had show and tell in you know, kindergarten through second grade. And in my estimation as a nine-year-old, eight, almost that, well, yeah, because my birthday is October. So let's say nine. Uh, I thought I didn't have anything cool to bring in to show. So what I did was I took a bunch of uh, eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper from school, came home, cut them in half uh, long ways. So they were, um, I guess they'd be uh, eight and a half by five and a half. And I would, about the bottom half or third of the page, I would write a story and the top half or two thirds I would illustrate. And I would write books and then bring them in for show and tell on Friday. Now, I didn't do this every week. That would be insane if I wrote 40 books. And, you know, I was about to say, you got a whole book series we're sitting on? I have a couple. Yeah, there are a couple of things. The first was kind of a Judy ghost. Judy Bloom in mail form. <laughs> but we didn't start. Actually, Judy Bloom came along and that, we started reading that in um, Tales of Fourth Grade Nothing. That was actually fourth grade. So that was the next year. Oh. No, I, I remember that because I was important. Tales of Fourth Grade Nothing and then Super Fudge. And then I forget the other one. We Super started Fudge. Ju- Judy Bloom. Yeah. That was the right. second book for Tales of Fourth Grade Nothing because his younger brother was Fudge. Never, was I've nickname. never heard of these books. Actually. Really? Yeah, no. I haven't watched the Judy Bloom doc on, on Amazon Prime yet. I, I want to, but I just haven't gotten yeah, to. Jersey we native. We didn't get to read anything fun in my school. We had the giver. <laughs> in <laughs> elementary school? Oh, yeah. Big time. Jesus. Yeah. we. I'm trying to think. Did I like – yeah, no. I, didn't, I don't even remember like – It's a different time. Yeah, very different much time. Much later. Much later. Than Hunchback me. of Notre Dame, but not even like the Disney version, like the like the book. Like, Why the hell are you reading that in elementary school? Excuse me. I, Why are you I, reading that in elementary school? No idea. That's a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, I, I only remember that because I did a book report on it. I hated doing Hunchback book reports. Notre Dame and, <laughs> and Great Expectations we read in elementary school. Oh, my God. It sounds like a nightmare. I would have quit no school. No goosebumps. No nothing. But yeah, sure. I was going to say. I mean, geez, goosebumps were even after my time. But I, I would think at least that's something. But anyway, so at that point, I was I was a writer. To use the term loosely, <laughs> nine years old, because that's fall of 1990, January 1991. Dad gets laid off. And I'm like, in my head, I had ideas anyways. So I was like, I'm going to make movies. I'm going to direct movies. I'll write and direct movies. That was the first time. I couldn't tell you where that came from. But that was the first kind of creative. Um, that was a pretty streak. creative decision in and of itself. Yeah. But even the books I did for a while, I remember those. Do you remember any of them? The ones you wrote? Yeah. This is, not I'm not really. just patting I mean, myself on the back. There was one that you had a little play. Now, I forgot the name. I, I can't think of it. The one that you, um, whatever you call the movie or whatever, but I, I, I can't remember it. I oh, don't know okay. if you remember the, you had one. There was one for a long time. Oh, okay. I know the one. That's not, I wrote versions of that. I didn't write it as one of those books, but I wrote versions of that. There's a family called the Zipmans. That's it. Yes. Yes. That I Zipmans. wrote. That was going to be my first movie. That's the one I remember. With the, the, car- yeah, the, ca- the character who was the- theoretically going to be played by me, who was a third grader, was uh, Zach Zipman. Just because it's one of those names, you know, that's like a kid's character name. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, when you're nine years old, all you have are references like Peter Parker and stuff like that. So just like, well, his name needs to be, first name begins in a Z, his last name begins in a Z. So it's just like, yeah. there we go. Um, Sounds like a Henry Winkler book that he does now. Maybe. The name well, I was does. I was yeah. well ahead of the curve, you know, 32 years ago <laughs> writing what would have been. No, I, it was a, kind of a Ghostbusters influence book. The first one was uh, The Secrets of 369 Glen Avenue, which isn't a real address, but that was around the corner. Mm-hmm. And then I did a trilogy. I wrote a trilogy. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> called Invasion of the Potatoes from Space. Yes, that's a real thing. I wrote a trilogy about alien potatoes that come to Earth. Don't ask me where he came from, Kristen. I was nine. I'm going to assume uh, an alien potato beamed down and was just <laughs> like, Yes, I'm actually, here's, now you know. Here's a, I've been masquerading as a human. Here's a, our king that you're going to raise for us for the first 50, 40 years. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we'll take it from here. It's like the opposite of Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, exactly. It's like they drop me here and like, you deal with them. You this kid's with weirdo. Him. You deal with him first, and then then we'll uh, then over. we'll take over. For yeah, you. exactly. Like when he's grown, we'll take him back. But you got to deal with the hard years, the difficult years, the adolescence. That's a really funny. A that's a really funny concept, actually. But anyway. I, they, I, they're, they're somewhere. They're somewhere on their porch in a box. Obviously, I didn't throw them away. They still exist. Well, now the so thing cool. is, now here was one of the things that um, kind of bolstered me when I was writing, though, is and I. Don't, See, that's another thing about doing this and having them on is just because I don't really talk about myself that much. And as you know, like we talk about a lot of stuff, but I don't talk about my personal life. I don't talk about family life. I don't really get into all that stuff. Um, so I haven't really talked about these parts of the autobiography, but just because it's relevant and that was kind of the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. But um, what happened was because people were so – my classmates were so impressed by the fact I wrote and illustrated this book, which I'm sure looks horrendous. But again, I was nine years old. Um, but the next one, when I wrote the <laughs> – God, it's so stupid to say out loud. When I wrote the invasion from potato, the invasion of the potatoes from space trilogy, it's a string of words no one ever thought they were going to hear put say together. That three times fast. Exactly. Um, that must I, have been something for him to present to you too. Like I don't know that I did. Mom, no, I never heard that before. You never heard that before? No, I only knew the Zipmans. I kept the one tied to my chest. It was just like I don't even know about this. I'm no, weird. I'm already weird enough. That's what I'm saying. The only one I can remember is the Zipmans. It's the Zipmans, right? Which was going to be the movie that I started writing. I remember I wrote it on my calendar too. I had a calendar and I, I had it set for February second because so I was like two two. That'll be easy to remember. So Groundhog Day. I was supposed to film this movie. <laughs> it obviously never happened. <laughs> but um, anyway. When they do uh, your documentary, it'll all be. Well, Christian could be my, to, to use a very inside term, he could be my uh, Malcolm Ingram. He could end up making a documentary about me eventually down the line. Right, <laughs> That's another conversation. Maybe. Oh, yes. There's an extensive archive just from this show that he'd have to wade through. This thing will take years, if not a decade, to put together. Could you imagine? I have to um, sift through a lot of blackmail and uh, a lot of. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff no one's ever going to see in relation to this show. There's yeah. a whole lot that, like, He's got things of me crying, and I'm just like, well, that needs to go away as quickly as possible. Because <laughs> we're so, talking about the Muppets. Are you surprised? Yeah. Yeah. He broke before I did, though. So real talk, though, I here's the here's the messed up thing. I would totally adapt Invasion of the Potatoes. Like, Abalo knows me. Like, I'll present him some, like, ridiculous concepts, but then yeah. somehow make them work. And that just is one of them where I'm like – it's so silly. He's written a lot of family-friendly uh, material, honestly. Mm-hmm. You'd like his stuff more than you like my stuff. Uh, he's written a lot of family-friendly stuff. So that honestly is legitimately up his alley. That oh, would actually – Like he's like, if, I'm already thinking about it right now and I'm like – Yeah, oh. like if he, if he gets a meeting with DreamWorks, he's going to be like, okay, listen, oh, these three ideas. Yeah. And also <laughs> – And also, listen – How good are you people in making cartoon potatoes? Because I've got a <laughs> banger of an idea. <laughs> it's based on a book. Oh, yeah. what book? Oh, it was never released. Yeah, it was ne- here's here's the thing. I have exclusive rights to this story. <laughs> and that's, you would. that's the crazy thing. Is like I, it wouldn't be a lie. It wouldn't be I a lie. Have... Like this is a trilogy. This was written in the eighties. Yeah, it's a big. And it literally what? No, I'm, I'm sorry, nineteen ninety. It, it was big in the nineties. Imagine the early nineties. Imagine the soundtrack, guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Vanilla Ice came out and ruined everything. No, but um. Although that was the year of Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer. I'm not even kidding. Third grade, that was everything. Um, but 
Anyway, the stuff we were. But he wouldn't come home from school and be like, look what I made. Like, <laughs> post it on the refrigerator. That's a weird. Yeah. You know what? Really. That's something I've I've never had. And again, I've referred to this before, is that I've actually never in a in kind of again, kind of a liberating way. And that's why there's no emphasis on like, oh, aren't you gonna watch or listen to my show kind of thing? It's just like I've never actually sought my family's approval for anything I've done creatively or to get any validation or anything like that. And that's nothing against them. It's just never something I needed. I don't, I don't know if that's a deficiency or a superpower or what, <laughs> but it's not something I've ever like considered, like, are they going to be okay with this? Are they going to like this? What are they going to think? You know, it's, it's never been like, you know, are you proud of your son now? I've never had that. So mm-hmm. I, I've never been Sounds like, familiar. look what I made, you know. Sounds familiar, but we won't go there. Oh, yeah? Well, my side. Oh, well, maybe that's where Brandon it comes from. Pop. Yeah, your, your parents from nightmares. We're not going to talk about them. No. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about the, you, you can tell us about dad's family. We continue from last week. Um so yeah, I never like came home and like showed them like, look what I made or never like wrote a book and came out of my room one night and been like, check this out. I never did that. And not for any, I don't know why that's kind of the way it is, but it, I just kind of never had that. But you have to understand too, because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here thinking. Yes. And Christian's wondering where you got your creative side from. My father was an architect. Okay. My nephew studied architecture. He's not doing architecture right now. He's managing an office, I believe. I'm not quite sure. And yeah, he's my, not. A, he doesn't make his living. And my but. nephew is a cartoonist. Oh, who wow. works for? I told you, who went to Rhode Island School of Design works for Leica. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that That's that that blew my mind when I found that out. Yeah, and that was like a year and a half into our friendship. <laughs> he's like, "You have a cousin who works for Leica?" Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so put that all together as far as creative. What is it with the architects leading to somehow? Because that's the same thing with me. I wanted to be an architect. Oh, really? The inborn yeah. need to create. I, I wanted to – I my the way that my thought process worked was that if you build movie sets, you work in movies. Like you, you, you get to Makes make – you literally make the movies. Mm-hmm. So somehow I thought that that had to do with the writing side of things. And then my dad was like, no, that's a way different thing. So, so somehow, department, son. yeah. And then, then when I learned that architects need to know math, I was like, well, I'm out. Yeah. Time to go. That's like, I'd love to be a judge. No, you need to be a lawyer first. Well, forget that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to jettison that plan. Um, it sounds good to you realize what you have to do to get there. Uh, here's the best way I can explain me. And again, this isn't me just patting myself on the back because we're here to talk to them, but for, for proper context. So before you proceed then, yes. Mrs. Mrs. Zabalo. Yes, sir. Just, just listen to what he has to say. Then oh, they know. We'll, then when we're done, give us like a like a rating system. Like how accurate out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> she can't. These are the facts. Okay, I'm Joe Friday right now. <laughs> Ready? I was just gonna say these are the facts, man. Up okay. to see, you, and this is this is a mark of a good host. You cater to the audience because I'm like I'm gonna throw out some references from stuff way before my time. Anyway, um, we're gonna talk about Percy Faith and Glenn Miller next. Anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> I that was stupid. Um, so. On my mother's side, now my grandfather, her father, Harvard-educated, was an architect, um, one of the designers of the Jefferson Memorial. Is that yes, correct? Yes, okay. he worked for a firm that worked on that. Yes. So Okay, so he was he had a hand in it somewhere. Whoa. But as a, yeah, as an architect, um, her oldest brother, my Uncle George, um, was also Harvard-educated, uh, was a keyboard player. Played keyboard and bands. Um, also photographer, also pilot. Also and, an editor. Um, yes, an editor. Maybe as, as a writer and editor, like is ultimately how he made his living. Um, 
my uh, uncle Rich, her older brother, middle the middle child. Uh, so the, the yeah, the three middle child. Us. There's three of them. Um, that's all you're going to know about that side of the family, everybody. But uh, <laughs> graduated high school, went to West Point, served time in the military, went into the banking industry uh, for his career, the financial industry. And then obviously now his uh, uncle Rich's oldest son, also the architect and um, uncle George's oldest, uh, the animator works for Leica. That's her side of the family at, you know, creative, but obviously educated, you know, there's that, that's one end of my polarity. On the other side, you heard a little bit about my father's family, but my father bought his first color television so he could watch TV in color. I'm somewhere in the middle. That's my polarity. <laughs> okay. That's the best way I could explain myself. Whenever, if I write a memoir, or autobiography, something like that, that's the introduction right there. That's the best I can explain me. I'm somewhere in the middle of that. Thoughts? I'll throw it over to you too. <laughs> Is that accurate? Oh, Is that fair? Like, yeah. Do, okay. you, do, do you have notes? <laughs> like to amend what I said. Yeah, exactly. No, she's right. That's yeah. right. I mean, I, no, that's... on your side, it's just like we got heart because – you know, your, your father went to Harvard, your brother went to Harvard, the other brother went to West Point. I mean, like I said, they had serious education on there. And on the other side, we got dad's, you know, derelict family. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like that's that's dad is just, you know, he bought a color TV because he wanted to watch cartoons in color. That's how it went. <laughs> that's where I come from. So, you know, I, I land in the middle somewhere. So as far as my range, that's that's where it all comes from. That's the best way I could sum it up. Again, this this is what I was born into. So whatever I'm whatever uh pre genetic predispositions I have as far as creativity and all that, it's it all comes from somewhere. Because also the verbal thing. Because I, I'm very quick to say I get my cadence and my rhythm and everything from you. When I hear when I talk, I hear you okay. in my delivery. Eventually you'll talk and everybody else will notice that too. But <laughs> in the meantime, uh no, but dad's and I said this and he, you know, I guess uh, semi-reluctantly admitted it, but like his six older, well, all of them, frankly, all the siblings, you knew all of them. I didn't. Mm -hmm. A very verbal group. Yes. A very, you know, there's a lot of volume. There's you know, a he's, lot of volume. He, he's yes. the wallflower, but they're all very yes. loud and talkative and they have no problem speaking extemporaneously very about quiet. whatever, endlessly. And. Basically shy. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm saying. There's a combination of that where it's like, well, that has all kind of been distilled into me. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the potatoes from say, Yeah. Since I got such a reaction from uh, the other kids when it came to the, the potatoes from space, I'm sorry, from the secret of 369 Glen Avenue. At that point in our um, like textbooks, I guess it would be English, um, we started reading plays. So it would be, you know, character name, colon, and then the, the dialogue. So when I wrote the Potatoes from Space trilogy, I wrote them in play form. So I was able to say, I need volunteers from the audience. And hands shot up with the first one. And that's when I knew I had to make a second one. And then the same thing. The next week, I come in with Invasion of the Potatoes from Space Part 2, you know. You do realize you were probably making that teacher's week because she was like, I don't got to teach these kids shit. Well, it's also <laughs> one of those things where it's like – it. Again, wasn't seeking anybody's rule, but because they had such a reaction, I was like, oh, how can I get other people involved in this? Which it's again, one, is weird it's one thing for the family reaction. Mm -hmm. It's another thing for the audience reaction. Exactly. So, so I was like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I, I'm going to play to the audience a little bit and say, I'm going to write this so people can participate. So uh, I'm sure I was one of the potatoes because why not? Uh, and – then I must have gotten two other volunteers and then there were probably – I guess – I think it was two kids who, was there, you know, like was brother there, or sister. Was there one named Spud? Probably. <laughs> yeah. I need now. I need to find these books. 
Because then we're going to turn them into successful children's books and then I make millions really with think the DreamWorks Someone's going to see this. Shout out to Ted Biaselli. Somebody's going to see this and be like, we need to make this a series. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, yes. I, I want to work on this. From Don't the, leave me out. <laughs> from the creators of Elvira's movie Macabre. I'm anyway, such an awkward um, super show fan, Ted. Come on. <laughs> we love the He-Man reboot. Anyway. We love um, it. We really do. <laughs> Uh, oh my god um by the way i'm not opposed to this i i promise i don't remember i think it was they landed in like someone's backyard and it was like a brother and sister but i really don't remember this is 33 years ago so i don't remember oh the, it's like a little shop of horror like. scenario they're like yo feed us and we're gonna we're gonna get you all I, the attention you need the, in the third grade broke, they were on their way to venus and the spaceship broke down and they landed on earth i have no idea what it was but it was a whole weird anyway uh, hey, so you're probably wondering what's going on with why there are tissues right here. Um, that's a precaution. I know I'm going to look like a jerk because there are tissues here, but I'm just prepared because my mother cries it a lot and I'm just worried about, no, you haven't, well, you haven't cried yet, but I'm, I want to be prepared. What are you up to? I'm not up to anything, but I'm just saying you, there's, you, there's a very low threshold when it comes to things that make this you cry. This is code word for he's going to try and make you cry. No, she's worried that there's going to be the Barbara Walters interview. For two years. So I'm not trying to scare her, but I just not want to Not if I have anything to say about just in it. Case. Look, if you want to ask some, some difficult questions, go ahead. I'm oh, not. Oh, no. I was, okay, then. I was just going to add one thing. I yes. mean, you were interesting with these these play, these uh, stories and stuff. Uh -huh. One of the things that he did in second grade with an assignment, and it's not that unusual, but it's just the way his mind works. He had, you know, when you learn to... Do you know simple addition two and two that was, was first four? Grade. First grade. Oh, it was first grade. It was first grade. I got in trouble. Um, you know, you his do? answer was F O U R. You know, you're doing vertical like addition subtraction equations, so it was two and then plus two, and underneath I would write out F, F O U R. <laughs> and all the answers were written out, and his teacher called his sister in and said something. You know, took her out of they took her out of class. You know, I don't know what she said to her, but it was. Uh, you know, something about your brother can't do this. He, da, 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 da. But that was him doing his thing, you know, his thing. I don't know why. But like, it's not like I was trying to, sh it was it a like flex? Like, I'm going to show like off. It's like coloring outside the lines. A little you bit. Being I mean, I could do the math. It's not like I was trying to show off and be like, I, was I don't about know. About but to say, right. like, that doesn't sound like that bad of a deal. But no, they pull his sister out of class. They're like, oh, yeah, but this, this teacher, she was 11 my first grade teacher. <laughs> so that's probably why she yeah. was like, I'm not dealing with this little. Yeah. Jerk. I, I'm, I yeah. sense, I'm trying to be nothing, polite because my mother's here. There's nothing no. wrong with that. It's incorrect because that's not how you add. That's English. That's not math. Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know why I did it. I, I no idea because I wasn't like a show off. I wasn't like an up. No. My, I wasn't like in love with my own intelligence kind of kid. I'm that kind of no. adult. But like not as a first grader, I wasn't. But I, I don't know why I did that. But it was kind of it was a weird thing to get in, you know, serious air quotes, get in trouble for like your brother can't he can't write out answers to addition and subtraction. Like he can't write the numbers it out. It was kind of silly when you think about it because it's it, it, it proved you could spell. It I mean, it's something. Yeah, it's just like listen. My, that was a funny thing. I guess maybe that plays into fast forward when I t take my SATs, which I only took once. Um, there was kind of an even split between math and English, which is unusual because usually people are like way higher in one and weaker in another one. Mine were like 
Can you imagine your, your can you imagine your sister's reaction to that whole ordeal? They call her into class, they think something's wrong, and then they're like, So Chris has to stop writing math like I'm this. I'm sure she remembers. I would love to get her on here to talk about it. And I've been saying that. Like she's got an point, extremely fantastic memory. She's an elephantine like memory, and that's not that's I mean that in the best possible yes. way. Like she it's a steel trap. She remembers everything. everything. It's wild, and I remember nothing, so she got all that. I got all the natural-born ham things, because the three of them have none of it. I got their allotment, so I have four times as much of a need for attention as my immediate family. It's true. They, 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 (laughs) it's not that they don't understand us. They crave none of this. All the stuff I do, they don't, they're not compelled to perform, put themselves out there, you know, and as I've said, I'm only slightly exaggerating when I say, you know, I didn't take a stage name. I'm dragging my whole family down with me. So here we are. But it's interesting. It, it's oh, it's interesting. All right. No, it's not an unusual name. So, I mean, well, that's the mystery. We don't know where the name actually came from. We went that's over right. that with Dad. It's like, did did Grandpa Emilio change the name in Ellis Island? Did, was it misread by somebody? Because again, when things are handwritten out, because it because Joanne sent me. Unfortunately, we'd wrap the show at the point when I got my uh, grandfather's enlistment paper. So, as a uh, P.S. to uh, last week's episode, um, my grandfather's enlistment papers, which was um, nineteen. Actually, sorry, I saved it. If anybody's wondering, if you were on a cliffhanger from last week, like because Christian asked when uh, Grandpa Emilio uh, was, enlisted. was enlisted, that was uh, 1917. He enlisted. So, um, but on his enlistment papers, it's A B B A L L O. Yes. No. So yes, that's no A B B A L L E. No, it's an O. Oh, it is an O. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Did A B A L L O was that somebody misread? Like, well, that's only, there's only one B there, right. or did it go from E to an O because someone thought you know maybe a, a script or cursive? Depending. I was on also happy to know that like I wasn't the only family that had questions about where their last name came from. Right. I know that that's common, but it's like one of those little things you don't talk about. Right. Amongst mm. your homies, yeah. It's like, yo, where's your last name come from? What yeah. are you talking about? No. Yeah, it's just made up at Ellis Island. Yeah, it doesn't no. exist. Our cousins in Italy are A B B A L L E. That's so – that's wild to me. I yeah. Love, I do love that stuff. But that, that's what happened back in the day. So that's why we, – we don't know exactly what it was. We don't know if it was a choice or if it was somebody mis, misread it when it was written right. out Which or a signature. Or, exactly. Who knows? So we don't know exactly where the name came from. All we know is it changed for him when he immigrated Does through Ellis Island. Does your cousin know any of that? Does Anthony know any of that? That is a good question. I wonder. Because he – It's worth it. But, uh, but he wouldn't – I don't know that he would know because, I mean, he wasn't alive while Grandpa was alive. So I don't know if there is – if Dad doesn't know, I don't know if there is a definitive answer. Because how would he know if – like if anybody would know, it would have been – Oh, your father was 15 when he died. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like so, if Dad doesn't know, I don't know that – Didn't you have a cousin who was alive when your grandfather passed though? Um, That's a good question. Who's born – well, f- hang on. Frank is 70. I'm outing my cousin Frank. Um, Right? He turned 70 this year? Yeah, he's so that means he was – so he was born in 53. So he was a child. Wait a minute. He's six years younger than me. Frank is? So he's I 71? One. Yeah, I think so. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Okay. Because they were married in 1950. Correct. And I think anniversary he was born was in 52. So that would be 71. Okay, so if he was born in '52, then he was he was three when Grandpa died. I don't think he knows. I don't right. think they. I don't think he, Grandpa Emilio so ever got in a conversation with this three-year-old. Seventy-one grandson. and six is where I am. Maybe today. not, but like sometimes being like the firstborn, mm-hmm. I like this happens to me sometimes. Is sometimes I'm privy to some things my brother and sister aren't. Right. So Possible. I mean, I mean, I know it's only a three-year. I know it's a three-year difference, but mm-hmm. like, 
It's well, my possible. sister remembers way more. She's three years older than me, and she remembers way more than I do from our childhood. So that you are right. There is something to be said for that. But someone else has to have that elephant memory if it came from somewhere. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it might be. It could very well be on the the Abala side, maybe on the Larson side. I don't know if you uh, have. She, a, she remembers. She remembers where you know a piece of paper was left last Tuesday. She remembers at three what o'clock. was worn. It yeah, like you know. That's got to be cool and infuriating. It's at the not same like time. Mary Lou Henner stuff. That's why know. she works in HR. <laughs> it's perfect. It's well, she's perfect. not. She's now in finance. It's you know, still the, under the umbrella of payroll, HR. Yes, though, yes, because it's still. That's, but yeah. she, the per, that's perfect. It, yeah. Exactly. Well, I said to her, like, listen, one of these days, if I have my druthers, whatever those are, then you should just be my assistant. Because I won't need to – I mean my, my mind will degrade very, very quickly because I don't, won't need to remember anything because she'll be able to handle all of it. But I legitimately said like – She uh, could lose it though too. With oh, she could. No, I know it can't happen but like she, she's doing all right. But the, oh. the detail she remembers of things is Mrs. pretty – Mrs. Abala, tell me, tell me if this yes. is a cool idea. I proposed this to Chris yesterday. Okay. From now, you guys, with all the family photos, since everybody has such a crazy memory about all this stuff, uh-huh. start writing – the specifics of the photos yes. on the back of every photo. Remember I found – it was a couple weeks ago I found that photo of um, Carol and I. And I said, when – I sent her the picture. And she's like, oh, that was after I graduated college. We went to Olive Garden in East Brunswick or something like that. And I'm like, oh, so this is 2001. OK. Didn't know that. May of 2001. And he brought up a good point. We should probably write that on the back of these photos. So we I actually know. Remember. And I was very bad. I, You know, when you have a child and you start putting pictures – and there's I, some other priorities on the, and on the I list. Never, there's, a lot, there's a lot going on when you just have a child. I don't I, have one, but I've heard. And I, and I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, it was the flip page, not the corner, the old-fashioned way. Yeah. We had those little black corners and you stuck the photo in the, you know, four corners. This was the, you know, the flip cellophane thing and you plopped them down and then, you know. That's the kind I know. And that, That's the one I yeah. grew up with. And I, and I never did that. But I kind of have, you know, I know from – Memory, when it was, but by date, not necessarily, mm. which probably doesn't make any sense. But I mean, well, when sense. they went to school it. and, you know, the, the the first day of school snapshots in front of the house before they, you know, you've took got, You've got more of the, the Chris Abalo important stuff versus just- uh, That sounds like an insult. No, no, not mean? at all. Like, I mean, she's your mom. So, of course, she's going to track your milestones. Well, that's why when it comes yeah, to me, that's, that's why, why sense. raising me and stuff like that, that's why we can actually get into this with her, which is, again, this isn't a jumping off point to talk about myself. But, you know, as the mother, she's a little more dialed into that stuff about me than my father would be he and he I are, He and I are a lot alike. And Carolyn and her dad are alike. Yeah. At least that's the way we see it. The two of that's us are definitely- alike. And they're like, yeah. And we, they a match. lot of it has, I've boiled a lot of it down in part because uh, birthdays, because all our birthdays within a month are within a month. But my father and my sister are also both Virgos and we're both Libras. Which, it, speaking of which, that's an important uh, factor. Uh, so today, the day we're recording this, which is October 4th, is my mother's birthday. Happy birthday. So, yeah. So, <laughs> wait, let me do it like Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris Abalo's podcast experiment with a very special guest. I don't do a good Kermit. So. It's Chris Abalo's podcast experiment with my very special guest star, Chris's mom. Happy. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like. He sounds like Kermit. Yes. Yeah, he's sound, nuts. You sound, Isn't anyone we get so, along? You sound like that, you know, when they're all in the audience and they're, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's. No. Trust me, I found my tribe. I never knew are, I was looking for are that. Are you making me, are you getting me drunk? Yes. 
<laughs> Listen, you raised me. I'm surprised you don't drink more. But here I we are. It's your them. birthday, so. It's your Oh. Well, you like you like margaritas, but you it's not your Yeah, you bought me this once and I said it wasn't bad. I know. Oh, that's good. Oh, I'll have one of those. So that's I, I figured would you we'll like split some? a bottle. Would you I like a margarita? You probably I, haven't eaten. I think I'm like? good. Thank I, you so much. Yeah, he's not, you're very well. He's got a nasty habit of not eating, but then he comes here for marathon shows. But you, I yeah, you but that's not good. I'll be your mother. That's not good. I no. know. Listen, he's going to take that to heart. I've got he some. Really I've got some tuna in the fridge, so I'm. I'm actually looking forward he's to. Got it. A yeah, he's going to eat like a cat later. He's going to eat it right out of the tin. I'm trying to. I'm trying to do better, kids. Okay, leave me you alone. Are, no, I know. Listen, he's being very responsible. He's very uh, health conscious in his uh, maturing age. He I'm trying. I'm trying. It's shape. been a rough week. I hear you. <laughs> well, listen. We all get it. Anyway, uh, so there you go. Happy anyway, happy more birthday. celebration time. Happy birthday. Yes. Thank you. Happy birthday, man. And a cup. Just, yeah. Ting. Well, you know what it was? I was going to get some cheesy. <laughs> that's 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 a, that, I had to make noise because it's not a glass. Oh I know, but that, that that's something he would do down to a T. Oh, man. Best episode ever. <laughs> Best two episodes. Best, Best two episodes Unintentional two-parter. Oh, Ever. This is so good. Ooh, that's How good. is it? <laughs> it's good, right? Haven't had no, that in a while. Good. Have you ever had that? No, what is it actually? It's margarita. Do you want to you want to take a hit? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll try a little. Well, come come in frame. It's stupid for me to walk off. It's my show. Come over here and you can no, take no, a hit no, off. No, no, no. This isn't important. I'll try it yes, later. Yes, it is. Just come on. You can show you. you really? All right, cuz I don't They need to see handsome people. They have to see handsome people. We're sitting down. Don't, there you go. Yeah, weasel your way in. Go ahead. You come in the, in the yeah, middle. come in the middle. Okay. Let's hey, kids. We're all family here. There you go. You know, it's just a premix with the uh, Hornitos tequila. It's just a lime, a regular margarita. Oh my god, that's delicious. Isn't that good? Do you want? You want to pour out some for you? You no, can no, have no, a cup. No, no, I could. I could. All right. I could, I can have he can mix it with... I, well, next time. I can, I can have some real fun with Oh, that. my... Listen. because <laughs> next can week, mix it with his tuna. Remind... <laughs> gross. <laughs> gross. Um, you all right? No. He's, he's, just... he's playing it up. He's, he's playing yeah, it. He's no, fine. That sounds nasty. We commit, we commit to our comedy around here. Uh, so he's because play, what he's, I just said? He, yes, exactly. Oh, okay. He's oh. just acting it out. Don't worry. It's a bunch of performers. This this show's a big mess. I'm uh, the, every week, I'm by the, the way. Who's the gonzo here? You. Oh yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, you are. I mean, I'll, you're Ralph. He's most like Ralph. I my that's my skill. We're gonna get into the Muppets in a moment, but um, my skill, <laughs> which I'm is coming. worth already. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sitting there, and I'm going, oh, okay. My 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 worthless talent, useless talent, as I say in Planet Terror, is um, being able to identify who of my friends would be who are Muppets. You know, I who am Kermit be? in so many ways, but like, as a lot of, and I've said, Christian is Ralph. Very much so. Uh, our friend Joe, who was here with us um, on the show two weeks ago, Joe Weber is yeah. uh, Walter. Um, really, Corey? You you almost fell out of your seat. Yes, when I said that's he's Walter. right. Oh my god, Corey, who we talked about, flavorless Flav, is Bobo. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of them. So, but Christian is mostly Ralph. Oh man, if we're being honest. Um, and it's it, it's so not a I'm useless gift. I think it's cool. It's it is fun, but it's like it's not something that's going to get me a job with you know the Muppets. It should. As we've talked about. Anyway. Cheers, happy everybody. happy birthday, Mr. Zapato. Thank you very much, Christian. I appreciate it. And I'm going to, because, well, we, we outed Dad, so I'm going to out you, too. Because he, Christian had a problem reconciling, as I've said, as people do with my age, because I guess good genes. He couldn't fathom that Dad is 82. No, he doesn't And that you are now 77. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, right? It's weird for me because I don't. In my head, they're still in their 40s. Meanwhile, who is in their 40s? Yeah. No. For you, it's like that. No. No. Weird, right? There's lies here. 
I call bull. (laughs) Thank you, but it's not. It's true. It's it's hard. I was talking to my brothers today, and well, no, not I got a. Text from one and they talked to yeah, the bunch other. Yeah, bunch of but we were both septuagenarians sending we were, texts. We were great. both we were both saying, you know, we can't believe the numbers. You know, it's just not I, look, logical, but it is. It does because you don't feel. I, I could say that now. I don't well, because feel like we I'm don't have it. I, I, you know, I don't. I don't think. think you ever do. And I could say that just as an adult at my stage, just like in my head, I'm still 22. In a lot yes. of ways, not just because I still dress like I did in high school, but also because. I just – you don't think about it that way. I mean even though, you know, things – maybe I'm not as, you know, I'm not going to beat many people in a foot race, you know, at, the, at this stage. But, you know, still, it's like you don't feel it because you don't think like that. Also because time moves disproportionate to how we feel it should <laughs> is the other thing. Facts. So, yeah. So that's the other part of it is just like, well, no, you don't feel it. I don't think of you that way. But it was – as and again, I mentioned uh, previously, but it's, when I turned 30, you and dad were like, your heads were spinning for about a week because you couldn't fathom that your youngest child was 30. I, I had no feelings about it whatsoever. We did a whole episode of the whole of the old show about it, the 30 cast, when I turned 30. You know, a bunch of other 28, 26-year-olds like, so what's it like? I'm like, it's nothing. It's no different than anything else was. But I'm with you. I'm with you, Mr. Balo. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's moving quicker than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Like, this summer – like I, I before I could even pay attention. Yeah, it was over. Yeah, and yeah, June, like, July, and August lasted four seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's the summer when you were twenty-eight, Christian. It's gone. It's over. It's weird. That, why did you do that, dude? Why that's did how you it make go- it worse? I don't make the rules. <laughs> no, right? you just this is the world we live them. in. You just enforce them with with Muppet glee. Just the facts, man. Okay. I told you that. That's all we're doing here. Oddly, this is going to be an oddly, reliably factual episode of the show, which is a little off-brand, but we're going to stick with it. Um, no derf darts today, so, kids. <laughs> yeah, we're not making a pro- – or maybe we will. We're going to make up a plastic cups that ting. Anyway, um, you want to do it again for Christian's amusement? They have a little built-in speaker. That's your. That's the patented idea that we maybe. come up with this See, episode. Some, all my other friends have soundboards in their podcasts, and if there's a little had, part of me that thinks If you had a drum, if maybe. you had a snare drum, and if you could do it. A like rim this, shot would be again. fun. Yeah. yeah, but we don't have that. So. All right, anyway, we're drinking. We're talking. Um, it's going to be a thing. Nice you know what? Oh, so, yeah, next week, everybody, by the way, just if you're watching, um, Cape 234, live Monday October 30th, the Halloween live stream. So we'll be live. Uh, and we apparently we'll have a big bottle of these pre-mixed margaritas so Christian can get in on it. Because um, Christian will need a ride home. That's fine. I will drive you home. <laughs> we'll get a room. You kidding? We might all get loaded. Who knows? Yes. Please be careful. I'll be, we'll be ca- at this point. We're fine. We trust me. We're not. We'll, Which be, is, we'll be safe with our debauchery. <laughs> we'll go stay with Jack. He lives five minutes away. <laughs> we'll, there you go. we'll go stay at Jack's place. They got a two bedroom. Christian yeah. and I'll share a yeah, couch. We'll, we'll go invade. We'll have there some very, go. very friendly spooning. Oh, friendly, non romantic <laughs> spooning. I don't mind. We're friends. It's okay. No judgment. That'd be re- we're, it's going to be a real plane stairs and automobiles kind of experience. <laughs> we're going to wake up next morning going, what the hell? That'd actually be very funny. Oh I mean, it's God. it's funny in theory. In reality, it'd be like, I need a hot shower now. Okay, getting back to you. So you're going to make a movie out of that? Probably. Planes, trains, and automobiles. We ha- no, we, listen, we, Christian and I bat movie ideas back and forth all the time, so don't put it past us that we'll do something. Um, although they were supposed to remake that with Jamie Foxx and Kevin Hart. I don't know if that's still supposed to happen. Anyway, so um, we're not talking – well, we talked about your family pretty much all we're going to. So <laughs> let's fast forward to February of 1972. February you what? Do you not know what we're talking about? February nineteen seventy-two. I'll give you a minute. 
February of 1972. Oh! Yeah. What happened? Oh. <laughs> I had to think because I'm thinking it's a, T- you know. Tell thing. everyone what happened. I met your father. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that would jump out of you right away, but apparently not. Yeah, Senility in a, action. Went with a friend to the Poconos for a weekend yeah. because she was a, a single mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Coworker? Yes. Okay. Again, and, I know bits and pieces, so that's why I kind of want. And she lived with her folks, mm-hmm. and they lived on, I think, Staten Island. And Oof. I'd want to get out of there, too. She wanted to get away, so we went, and we arrived in, you know, early evening, and then there's a band playing, I believe. I don't know if there was a singer, so we went down and enjoyed that. And so you're then, like a bar or like, a, or like an auditorium kind of thing? Like, no, it was, was a bar. It, it was a bar? tables, okay. no, not really huge. Well, no, a stage, but that's kind of thing. Vacation Valley. Okay. And in East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. You're talking about this place. Like dad was talking about roller coasters and amusements yesterday. So I'm, I'm, this is a very different take. And, <laughs> dad's carrying on about roller coasters and steeplechases in the way you're talking about this vacation. Go ahead. And We know it made a bigger impression on him. Actually, the date was February 25th because yes. I remember okay. dates. Um, February 25th, 1972, which led us, which, what, which is the reason we're literally here right now. So he pulls up in a GTO. No, 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 no. So we're sitting in, you know, we're, my friend and I are sitting, you know, listening to this thing and a friend of his who came along with him because he didn't want to come along, go alone as a single, this young friend of his who was, I don't know how many years younger, it didn't matter. Uh, his name was Bert. Sounds like Bert and Ernie or something. No, Maybe his name was Bert. Dad was the Ernie. And uh, he actually walked over to us, Bert, and said, my friend and I, my friend would like to meet you. My dad had a wingman. And that's how it started. And he went back and got him <laughs> and they came up because, as I say, he's shy. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have done that on his own. He had a wingman. Do you remember what you talked about? I have no idea. Okay. I don't think we did talk that much then. What did you do? No, I'm just kidding. What did you no, keep buying No, but your we, uh, when I was more agile, we actually went on a snowmobile because, like, you know, it was a snow area. Wow. Yeah. It was It was really – but he was part of a family. Yes. The fa- he said he was down there with the cousins. Yes. Yes. Well, with the, the, his siblings. And it had the name of one of his sister because she ran – she was the, the uh, hostess, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So it was the blank party. I won't necessarily say a name because I, you know, I don't want to. The name doesn't necessarily have to be in there for no necessary reason. But we'll let them come that. on and explain it themselves. And and so it was the blank party. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I met the whole family day one, including his mother. She was so, there too. Yeah, grandma was there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So instead of you know, you know, I'd like did, to take you that, home. How did that go? Because that cast of characters, a younger version, I have a hard time imagining these people in their thirties. Um, well, I didn't. We didn't really interact with them a whole lot, but. Well, were they were they friendly or were they just like hey or like how, uh, how did it, what what impression did they make on you? See, I didn't have to ask these it's, questions it's, about your family. It sounds it sounds odd to say. I don't know if. There was anything specific. I mean, we then ate with them and so mm-hmm. forth. It was but, just an experience. But it, yeah, I, I I can't. Nothing. Say nothing any, remarkable. Okay. No, yeah, I nothing was, remarkable. I, I mean, we wondering. went out and and you know, snowmobile and 
I forgot what other, we did some other stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, again, it's a snow area. So that was yes. kind of fun. Because this is what Poconos, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Which is so but weird. That's, the odds of meeting, I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible there because it's that, not like it's that far, but the odds two people from North Jersey meet in the Poconos. Kind of funny. Which is where you usually go for a honeymoon. You, well, that's what I'm saying. Just the idea you were both up there and, and it's just like, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You could have been from different states, but instead you, you're 20 minutes away from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, so, Newark to Teaneck. So. And then he offered to talk about what you just said, Christian. Oh, his, his about pa- the GTO. Mm-hmm. He well, he walked, drove. He drove you to home. I, I didn't know that. He, he drove you home. He said you taking the home. bus. Yeah, <laughs> instead of taking the bus back to New York City, mm-hmm. the bus terminal, mm-hmm. uh, he drove us home. He drove my friend back to her place in Staten Island, I think, um, and Dropped then the drove me home. First. And my parents met him right off the bat. Wait, so what happened? He didn't drive. Wow. This, he didn't drive this Bert character home. He was like, he no, was like Bert, a, yeah, get your own ride home. Yeah, Bert, yeah, F off. <laughs> no, your seat's I, taken. You know, you know what? You've got, you've got a, I have. You don't yeah. remember what happened to Bert? No, I did don't he, did know. You, was, did he, was Bert like a male escort that he hired to go over and talk to you? I mean, No, what, no, that's a good question. Wait, where, so where, what happened? Where? All right, so hang on, because I, I know nothing of this Bert character except for this story. And then you had this coworker who, again, I've never met. Right. So you two got together and you ditched your friends. You were that couple. You went on vacation with these people, and then you met each other, and you're like, "Screw you! We're we're happy together." No, well, we're no, in love. I, we went on that. I can't we went on see that. Things. Right? It's very romantic. We, you know, she got a chance to get away. No, and, I know, but and, that's it. Like she just disappeared from the story at that point. She kind, didn't, kind of. She wasn't a bridesmaid. After we, after we got, I get, I lose, I've lost contact with a lot of people. That's what but that, she. This is the part of Stand By Me where the characters are fading into time. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, we went to her house with her folks. Let's see. That was 72. Does she know the two you got married? Was she around that long? We, yes. We okay. were married. Uh, again, you know my family. So my wedding was kind of unusual. You know, who was invited, who wasn't. But well, I was, don't know the, the. It was your wedding, but it was it in name only. It was your mother's wedding. It but that's my, another, was my mother's wedding, not mine. I just showed up for the event. Um, <laughs> it was yeah. It was it was Graham's day to shine. It wasn't yours. Um, we did. That's today. That's why you dress so brightly. Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, we did go to. Uh, uh, we shared a, a Fourth of July with her. Okay, but I, I, I don't know whether it was seventy four, seventy five, something this, like that. This Bert character in reference to he went over and said, "My friend would like to meet you." Yeah, he's, he was the um, son of the insurance man that the family uh, <laughs> family used. This is all very stereotypical Italian. Yeah, so we've got yeah, an insurance yes. guy. Come on vacation with us, Bert. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds very well, – this had, is no, not too far removed from Sopranos wanna, is all I'm saying. He didn't want to go as a single guy because everybody else is – No, I hear – well, everybody else is – you're right. All his other – because he was the youngest. Everybody else is married and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And then he – just a year and change later – Yes. Which, now that's the funny thing that I've never understood. I said, so what happened with getting engaged and all that? And you said, oh, we just kind of knew. What does that mean exactly? There was no proposal. No, because he, that's not him. No, I know. But so how, what, what, what happened? All you said was, yeah, we just knew. Yeah. You, there was no discussion? Well, no. Was we, there an engagement uh, uh, ring? Uh, 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 did you yes. announce that to your family or did yes. they just get wedding invitations a couple of weeks later? No, December on Christmas Day okay. or Christmas Eve. When, 72? Yes. Jesus, 10 months? Wow. It's a different era. Go ahead. Um, he asked Graham and Pop. Oh, he asked permission. Yes, in front of me. No, like, it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you knew. I'm sure it wasn't breaking news. No, 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 no. <laughs> that would be weird. And uh, can I marry your daughter, uh, Susan? I, <laughs> let me ask you something. 
Um, they're like, sure, take her off our hands. So <laughs> with the two of them, probably. What did, you, what did he say? He said, no, no, take, no, take backseats. No. <laughs> probably. But good, get her out of our house. Uh, maybe. Nice. We have no affection for them. Sorry. I mean, even she doesn't. They were her parents. You don't need to say it. I'm saying it on your behalf. No, I know. We don't have it, anything. It's just, we don't have positive it's, memories. It's, I don't either. And, you know. They were lovely people. They, you know, they, they, they took care of us and clothed us and, you know, fed us They did and the basics. They but, covered the basics, but that's about it. But they, they... They weren't warm. They were lacking they were not, in other departments. Yes. Thank yes. You, thank uh, you. Emotionally vacant in a lot of ways. Very, very superficial in as much as our kids are an extension and a representation of us kind of thing. And uh, I'm not saying it's a bad mouth, but it's like they were very much – again, my my parents' wedding was my grandmother's day. In fact, there was a whole – I want to I want to say it because it's funny. Again, I'm, it's not about trashing your family necessarily, no. but this is also – this also says a lot about everybody but them. But I was it just Graham or was it Graham and Pop? That's those were I referred to them obviously. Um, yeah. Was it just her or was it both of them? Or as her who as said, what? as far as she was upset that Dad chose his brothers to be groomsmen as opposed to your brothers. <laughs> oh. And Uncle George said, like, oh. it's his wedding. It's his brothers. Why should he? Cho- no. Why should we be groomsmen? This, like, he, this he is very. This, this is funny. Go ahead. Because uh, I don't know. We were both down in the basement doing something. Okay. Uncle George and I. Mm-hmm. And I said, I have to tell you something only because I have to. Mm-hmm. And I said, Graham, Ma- mom, mom right, wants right. you to be um, groomsman at the, at the wedding. And he blew up. Yeah. And I won't say what he said. Well, you know, what is she out of her, you know? Yeah, what is she out of her? Yeah. And. So, because my dad has six brothers, so you know, obviously they they, get they had thoughts, and right, well, and again, her her brother being sensible enough to just be like, why would he have us be his groups? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, we're the yeah, in law. Yeah. Why wouldn't he have his his brothers? He's got enough of. No, but seriously, um, well, one brother that, was a best man, and then Uncle Lou was a best man. Okay, so that was an in law, yeah. but he they've been married for a little while yes. at that point, and they worked yes. together, and so that right. made sense. Right. But he'd only met, yeah, right, your brother. So, so my brother. Blew up. Yeah. And, you know, what are they thinking? But that that's the way my mother. Because it would have, again. Was, it was a. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I don't know what to say. Family, you know, it was just us. You can't include anybody else. We're it. We're, we're terrific, I guess. I don't know what But it thought. was also a, and this is what I've gleaned from all the history is that it was also since it was her day to shine it was also a chance to work her sons into your wedding as well so it's, exactly. it was a big it was a family a affair fa- yeah exactly it was a family affair but her family not dad's family which is the frustrating part which again is why we don't need to get in a whole lot of say it with stuff. me kids narcissism oh yes you think? oh my god <laughs> in a one word yes. <laughs> yes it it was it was wild but anyway i'm sorry um, i had to go through that yeah it's weird but you know those it's it's whatever. And honestly, at that point, like if so, if it was that much trouble, we I would have just hopped in a van with my wife and been like, "We're going to Vegas." Yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> we're out of here. I know, we're but done. it was. I mean, it, the wedding was great, and th- you know that is the. Um, if for some reason you missed last week, which stop this right now and go back and listen to the chat with my father. Oh, yeah. But it's their fiftieth wedding anniversary this month, which is also the reason I'm like, can we finally do this thing? Um, so that's why this is fr- frankly relevant because you know your wedding plays a role in obviously me being here. But also because it's been 50 years since this happened. So I only know from the pictures and the stories and all that. So that's also why I kind of want to get the story straight here in perpetuity. I would also like to say, ma'am, yes, thank ma'am. you for my friend. 
Oh, you're very welcome. I'll share. <laughs> I'll share them with anybody. I'm proud of him. Yeah, the he's plan. a good person. The plan. You know, I could say that proudly too. Like Chris, like he is, like he's definitely one of the nicest people I know. And I and I, he's I, humble in a, in a good way yeah. and nice and kind and all those, you know, soft words. But it's true. Now, it's not just because I'm a relative. Yeah. I'm not saying mom. I'm saying a relative. No. Yeah, curious. you're not a. You're, you're being completely objective. <laughs> now I'm only curious because this is something that happens in my own family, where my uh, my mom had a brother who passed away before I was born, but I'm wondering like if. Uh, when you talk to Chris, like I know that you see yourself in him, of course, and and his dad. But like, is there anybody in your family that you're that when you talk to him, you're like, oh man, this this is like this is kind of hilarious, like how similar they are. Not in my family, because anybody that has seen when I was working uh, seventeen years ago, I worked for the newspaper. Um, we had a thing where we brought in wedding pictures or something or other. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why. It was a small group. And we, and my boss at the time looked at the pictures and she saw my husband. And they know they knew Chris and they knew Carol because I worked <laughs> for the Asbury Park Press, okay, oh, in circulation. Cool. And they did p- polls all the time, you know, calling people and blah, 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 asking them all kinds of questions. So Chris and Carol took part in that. So... My boss knew what Chris looked like and also his sister. But as soon as she saw the picture of my husband, she said, Chris looks like his father. Yeah. I, I saw it too. There's there's mostly. I've, yeah. When I when I saw it, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, like I, I, internally, because I didn't want to just audibly gasp, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, but, <laughs> like, <that's> severe. <laughs> but like in my head, I was just like, yeah. oh. Like there's you, no denying. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no denying. It's like me and my dad. I'm a carbon copy of my father. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like down to a T. Like yeah. Some people were like, "Are you a clone?" Actually, no. I mean, in a way. And in a, Carol in, in looks like me. Mostly, yeah. My sister mostly looks like. It's not a. Yeah, she exactly. Kind of looks more I'm like pull, me. Just just for just for there's Christian's father. I mean, tell me that's not. Oh heck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that, that's a clone. A stra- that's a straight line. That's a that's, very straight line. That's a clone if there ever was one. Exactly. So, yeah. I just sent Christian a, pic, a photo from your wedding so he could see oh, two of them. Oh, young and my trim. God. There's a, there's a lot, right? That's so cool. Wow. Well, I have been told this, that it was put to me somewhat recently that I've uh, – that I, I my the dad genes are strong, but you have a lot of your mother's softness in your face. I don't know exactly how that translates, but it was – a woman said that, so that's also maybe an interpretation. So I guess maybe you smooth, your genes smoothed out some of the rough edges from the Abalo genes. I don't know, but mostly. Yeah, but the Abalo, no, like the, his his. We're all variations on the theme. Father, the Abalo men are all look similar. Very, the very Abalo similar. family is, is is a trip. Okay, that's what I kind of want to know about. <laughs> they, the Abalo, I, I I love them. They're they're each one is an individual. Again, we're closer to a couple of them since since there were ten kids. So. You know, I'd say half of them we were not close to because just, I mean, they all were in New Jersey. And her brothers weren't. That's another thing. Like, her brothers both lived out of state. So Which we weren't as help. close to them geographically. But most the, of the Abalos and the extended family were in Jersey. So we so were just closer to them. We, we saw, saw them. Family. That's right. why I said earlier that the fact that 
all his cousins, they got along well, even though they were older, they treated them as equals. You know, there might have been five and these these guys were 27 and 23 or whatever the age was, but they treated them as if they were 23. Yeah, they had to it talk wasn't, to us like little kids. Yeah. So what grade are you in? You know, you know they're just, just as e- total equals age-wise yeah. and everything. And, they, and they're, you know, I don't, I mean, well, today that word's not really in, but I mean, they're cool people and they're nice people and they're fun. They're and a fun bunch, we've always that. been, you know, there's comfortable and there's uncomfortable. And then there's a thing where you say, oh, I don't want to go to my family for the holidays because we always fight. Never happened. You know, it's always, we look forward to it. So that's, they're great. They're, they're, they're just nice people, which is an overused word, but it's true. That's so, that's so awesome. You know, that and is... they invite anybody in, which is probably part of an Italian thing or many other nationalities, you know, oh, one more is nothing. But. I love the the treating the younger family member as an equal. Like, mm. yes, of course, it's little brother, but not like necessarily talking down to them. And even if they were, it was in a jovial, like joking around sense. But like, oh yeah, that's, definitely. I don't know. I guess it's it's hard for me to process that because my family's all sorts of freaking crazy. So I'm just <laughs> sitting here. I'm like, damn. That sounds nice. Yeah. Thanksgiving where no one. Well, <laughs> you can come join us the next time. I'll bring the big I mean, mac I'm and cheese. Ca- you know, considering all the Italian food we ran down last night, you would you would lose your mind at Thanksgiving or Christmas, dude. I'm telling you, it's 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 a marathon. It's fun. Oh, the food is it's a it's a it's it ain't a sprint. It's a marathon. <laughs> and as I said, they're fun. So, this is this is why this month is always the roughest for me. I'm like, we could just skip Halloween. Like, I like spooky. Yeah, like, I just do. want the food. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's get to the big big two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's get the big food holidays. I'm with you. I'm not even kidding. I could show up with you. They'd be like, hey, have, have a seat. Well, Chris It'd has great. Chris has a friend, uh, Sherry, who has has been with the family, and and you know she she craves well my husband's meatballs and that whole thing, but. You know, it kind of grows on you. Ooh, that's good. I'd love to have that again. Yeah. You know? So, and then, again. We were talking about some food yesterday. And that's exactly it. That's why I was like. And I'm not kidding. If I I should, I mean, I would give them a heads up. Hey, is it okay if I bring a friend of mine and something like that? Which, not that I'm taking you away from your family, but I'm just saying, literally the door would be open. They'd be like, yeah, come on in. You would be welcome. Come on in. And it'd be a blast. Now, because it's, compared to my cousins, I'm a shrinking violet. I mean, you've been at that table. Like, they, they will run and run. And I would love to get them in here. What, they make you sit at the kids' table? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, when you're talking in terms of volume and and uh, words per minute and the amount of time <laughs> somebody can carry on for, oh, trust. It's a it's a lot. You'll be like, I see. Uh, now I know where you get it from. So, it this, so I propose this. Go ahead. Abalo v. Apollo. Wow. Abalo v. Abalo Showdown. Who can tell the the most stories? Oh, they can all. Here's the thing: they knew all the uncles and everything because I was I was the youngest grandchild. Yes, so I no. didn't know. Well, un, only Uncle Wally had passed away. Uncle Chubby was alive for a little bit when right. I was an infant. He was 21 out of 21. Yeah. So that'll tell you. Holy! Oh my God! Yeah. Charles was 20. He was 21. Yeah, we're the we're the two youngest. Yep. Cousins, gr- grandchildren. So we're the youngest on all. because so, she's the youngest as well. Obviously, and, as I said, she's the youngest of three. And his men, so. his the oldest is a year older than me. So th- that's the, where we are. You go to the s- oldest, the oldest of my dad's nieces and nephews. Nephews, oh, which yeah. is, which is so your his cousins. Nephew, Ralph. Yeah, 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 Ralph. So he's seventy-eight because his birthday was two days before mm-hmm. my husband's, September eleventh, and that's why his kids. It sounds very funny to me because his daughter got married a couple of years ago. We went to that wedding, and I thought, eh, 
what? But his kids were referring to my husband as Joe, not Uncle Joe. But because he was four years older than Ralph, it was right. only natural that their father called they weren't calling him My Uncle husband. Joe. They were just calling they him, yeah, calling him Joe, calling him which Joe, is right. Which is fine. And he didn't, you know, he, dad's not, obviously dad's no, not hung no, up No, not at all. Like but then I, you know. Because he was also the cool uncle because he was younger. So he slid right. him, yeah. he slid him candy, slid him extra food and yeah, stuff like right. that. You know, that's dad. So, so that was it. It was only a four, you know, a four year difference. And so it was, you know, comfortable. Funny story. Speaking of, of the resemblance between myself and my father. So unfortunately, this is back in, um, it was. Was it June of 2019? Donna's funeral? Yes. Okay. Um, unfortunately, my cousin Donna passed away. And um, Ralph, who I'd never met because they were in, is it Maryland? Yes. Was it Maryland? Maryland. Yes. In? Yes. At some point, relocated it to Maryland. Yes. Um, he was accountant. He was. Columbia, Maryland, I believe. Yes. Because um, I know his his daughter is friends. Well, we talk on Facebook and all that. She's very supportive of the short film, all this other stuff. Anyway. Oh, really? Oh, oh good. Yeah. Oh, okay. of course she is. You know, okay. She's an actress. She's an actress, singer. She's another multi Yeah, okay. Um, I didn't know you were in contact with her. Of course. Okay. Uh, Amy, my cousin Amy. <laughs> um, anyway, so Ralph is coming in with his wife. They're pulling in the park. I had gone out because I I was moving the car or something like that. I'd run out to the car or for some reason as Ralph is pulling in and he says to his wife, now I, again, I never met him because he, you know, we never cross paths through family anything. And he says, that looks like Joe. Because <laughs> we never met. But here I am, 30, almost, you know, 37 at that point. And he's looking at me as an adult. And in his mind, you know, because he grew up four years younger than my father, he obviously, you know, they're both in their 30s at the same time. And he's looking like, that looks just like Joe. He's and my we're, husband's we're, nickname to the family was Jomo. So yes, what he actually right. said was, that looks like Jomo. You know, right. me and you are in that club, man. We're yeah. like, we're... We get recognized, and yeah. we're not the person. Yeah. We're, we're well, the, you're a clone of your dad. That is unreal. <laughs> well, that that happens at his at his memorial. Same same thing happened. Someone Damn. was like, someone got freaked out. Someone got freaked out because they were like, "That looks like that looks like Bucky." That was my dad's nickname. Yeah, and and then I'm a lot like, of parallels oh. culturally and, and with nicknames. So, yeah. so they said. Is he still here? Was that the idea? No, but well, that's that, that was it's eerie. Yeah, that's, that was yeah, the something. that was what was the eerie and funny part was like mm -hmm. you're you're going to his memorial, guys. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I'm not Bucky. I'm Christian. I'm, yeah. I'm the I'm the I'm the offspring. I'm, I'm the offspring. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I really spaced out there for a second. It's okay. Um, but no, it's the margarita. It's just damn. Uh, but no, it's just it's wild when like genetics are a funny thing. right? Yeah, no, it's it's really, it's, really it's hilarious. Well, that's why like I do someone up there is playing a game and having <laughs> a great time at it. But it's um like I I would look if I did if I cut my hair we short. Out. Who we what? lucked out in I what think. way? I lucked out meeting dad. Oh yeah. I think so because we did, it's such a great family. I can't imagine. Oh, not, absolutely. Again, you're, it depends on who you meet and when and whatever. But that's what I'm about him specifically. The family's great. Well, him too. He's okay. Uh, he's all right. Uh, no, hang on. Fifty to him. years and counting. But <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's. Yeah, this is not the night to just be like, sorry, I'm October 27th. It's been 50 years. I'm moving to Mexico, starting a new life. We're done. This is not going to happen at this point. Actually, it's 51. Well, yes. Well, I'm, yeah. Yeah. you know, you made it legal though, 50 years ago. Yes. But. But. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen. You're, but you're it's, stuck with it, each but, other. It's it's been fun. They were a good group because sometimes you get into a family and you know who doesn't like who and whom and whatever. Well, and and you know I hate her and I'm not talking to her and my yeah. thinking in life, of course, I mean, we won't even go there. But I don't think there's anything really in life that is that horrible. 
that can't be resolved when people said, I haven't talked to my so-and-so, whoever it is in their family yeah. for X amount of years. Yeah. There's no reason why you can't sit down and say, I might not forget it, but I forgive you and still love you. Right. Uh, I, I don't I don't get it. And I think that's a horrible way to live because to me it's it's you know, it'll shorten your life probably if it, you know, bugs you that much. And it's also but, a regret too, you know, if you yeah. have that unresolved like I wish yeah. I'd left things better because now I don't have the chance, you know. Yeah. When, when and we do know some away. people in the family that are living that situation, which is which is mm. sad. Yeah. But um as far as I get it, his, we're in that boat too sometimes. Yeah, you have some. So, mm, we, yeah, we, we, I feel like that's the. There's some rare families where there it, there isn't that, and it sounds like you guys have that for the most part. But like, it's just the truth. Like it happens. It does. And I mean, how you choose to make peace with it is 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 really nobody's business. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, oh, it's hard to. It's it's one of those things. It's like it's like hard to put to words exactly mm-hmm. i uh, i apologize if i'm like stuttering about it but like no, I, no, I just, no, I just, we're getting into, we're getting into just, some stuff it's I, just, all right. I just agree i just i, hear I just heavily agree so with the with that family though as you said like, t- 10 distinct personalities for sure yeah what was it like meeting the family in and out of the ha- well no they weren't on fifth street so you're talking about nutley at the point they were right. living in nutley at the point nutley. Nutley. okay yes. so what was it like interacting with that because obviously you knew you never knew grandpa Emilio, but you knew grandma celia you saw the goings on in the kitchen. You ate the food. There were cousins. There were nieces and nephews. There was a whole lot going on. Obviously, well, all mostly, the brothers and sisters and in-laws. What was that like walking into that situation? Because that's that's some family. Mostly, when we were first together, your father was working six days a week. Mm-hmm. So we saw each other once a week. Mm-hmm. And then if he did, you know, he did work or he didn't work. But if he had to work, so be it. And you... Understand that, unlike mm-hmm. today where people get upset because they haven't seen somebody or whatever, but it comes, the word comes in, which is trust, mm-hmm. and you know that somebody has to do what they have to do, and you deal with it. But right. what we did a lot, which I loved, was they had steak every Saturday. <laughs> and my sister-in-law was a very good cook. Um, Who? Which Aunt one? Lolly. Okay. Well, I'm, and for And they had sake. T-bones and whatever because they had this fantastic butcher. And, you know, well, Sue has to come, blah, 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 blah. And I had a great time. So I had, you know, quite a few of those, mm-hmm. you know, beef outings. <laughs> and they were very tasty. Steak night, steak Saturdays. And sh- they were very enjoyable. And so I remember that. But, Casa de la Bala. You okay and, over there? And, and then. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. I'll do you <laughs> He's tickled by it, yeah. It just, it sounds so delicious and so awesome. <laughs> Christians like can't stand the idea. This food, there's this food that's also Italian because who doesn't love Italian food? Let's be right. objectively, it's probably oh, the most popular. God. I feel like Italian, but that Chinese, wasn't Italian, and Mexican it food. was just steak. Oh no, still. I know that, but still, all the, trust me, when Dad's running down the lasagna and the macaroni and oil or macaroni oil, as Christian was dreaming of, <laughs> that's cute. By I, the I mentioned way. that I like earlier. That. I was oh, like, she, oh, they told a you. Joke. Well, I said it's going to be a thing now. I'm going to say macaroni oil every possible opportunity. I'm going to make this a thing. We'll okay? figure it out. We'll work I'm it out. Figure It'll it be out. olive oil that has had macaroni steeped in it already. We'll, yeah, we'll exactly. figure something out. Oh, right. it's, it's very good. We're working on it right now. We'll put yeah. in some mason jars. Let it sit for a season. Anyway. Oh, I actually. Oh, God. I, I, I think we just wait. Billion dollar idea. Hang on. I'm going to edit wait this out. Note se- to self. Yeah. Edit. No, literally. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Christian and Chris's. Yes. <laughs> A Balo Cordes. Uh, <laughs> no, that was fine. Fun, no. 
Oh, wait. No, no, Fine no. Foods. We can combine our name and make it sound fancy. Corballo. Corballo Mac. Oh, my God. Because that sounds guinea. So yeah, yeah. Cor- 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 Corballo Mac and Cheese Oil. <laughs> Corballo Macaroni Oil. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I think we just figured out how we're financing our next movie. Oh, there you go. I think I think we got this. I think we just get ourselves in the contact Ronzoni or something. Uh, no, we'll just, we'll go straight to Uncle Giuseppe's and get ourselves okay. in some supermarkets, and we'll go okay. from there. Okay. If we do it natural, we'll try Whole Foods. It's a long process, but we'll make it happen. I mean, you sell anything on Amazon, you know. I, w- I so. want your, your I want your mom on set every day to make sure that I, she's going to be the on set mom. Let me all right. Let me ask you a question objectively. I'd be proud because my parents yes. are very. They're they're very uh, tickled is the right word by um, Martin Scorsese and his parents. Have you seen Scorsese's short Italian American? No. Okay, it's on HBO Max. It's also in the C- Scorsese shorts Criterion Collection. Well, I know he put his parents in in all his early exactly. stuff. Exactly. Um, his mom is like like heavily featured in Goodfellas. I mean, she yes. she steals. She walks away with that scene. Goodfellas, the painting and uh, oh you know, yeah, all yeah, that. yeah yeah yeah. Watched that last Pesci's night. mother. Yeah, we yeah. watched we watched a clip today too. It, this afternoon, my mom would um, never. <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying. You're like now that you met, like I've said, see, I would put you in things, but you two again, they don't have that that pull to like I want to perform or put okay. me on camera, put me in blah blah blah. This is um, but now that you you can be ob- objective because you've just met them. Do you could you see them possibly as being something like that? I could. Okay, absolutely. Because I feel like I'd have to twist their arm to do it. Because no, of I don't. What I don't. It took to get here tonight. Listen. Miss Zabala, as long as yes, you don't dear. look into the camera, you're good. That's <laughs> it. That's the golden rule. As yeah. long as you well, don't look in the camera. It was great because uh, Mrs. Corsett, whatever her name Catherine is. Scorsese. Catherine Scorsese. Catherine. She was funny. Charles. You know, she, I think she was saying, you know, well, I can't act or something like that. I think Chris had and, told me yeah, that. There's a, there's but that's what's so and, wonderful But that's what's it. great. She was being herself, which was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, and, that's, but it was her just, doing like what – Scorsese just knew her to, to, be. to be. It was just exactly. be, just be my mom. Come on but in, just and be, I want to make you something. You go yeah, in and sit but down. But just be my yeah. my just be my mom to yeah to just Joe, to Joe just Pesci. Pretend, pretend yeah. I, yeah, Joe Pesci is me. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Well, that's what I've said. I'm like we have we have characters around us. I mean, I, I've even joked not on the show because the, they're the first family members to get on camera really was I was just like I could end up being you know the, the East Coast Jimmy Kimmel or just like well the whole family's part of this thing and maybe that's if I get my cousins in here that's the dream though like I, no of course make, make sure make every make everybody set but in within your own almost variety show of craziness yeah well because the, when you have those when you're surrounded by those characters and again that is I'm not and they are characters oh yeah well also I'm not I'm not trying to pat myself on the back but Knowing who in my world of my friends and all that and and knowing the personalities mm-hmm. and knowing what combinations of people will be good. Like that's the kind of crazy alchemy that has been this show, as Christian can attest to, over the last three years where it's just like, no, you put a bunch of people together and you just see what happens. It's who just has, a recipe. Who has she met? Like in terms of friends? She has known um, Jack and Andrew and Ryan forever. Uh, since 2010 for sure. Who? Um, who is she? You. Oh, I didn't know oh, what shit. he was saying. No, no, no. I, uh, I just, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm well, just saying Jack would love to come over and watch movies with the two of them. I mean, not like without me. We'd be there, but he would like, eat, when we come over and watch, I want to come over and watch movies with his parents before Jack was married, obviously. Well, but, can I explain why? Go ahead. And I don't know why. Well, and you're going to explain it? This will be something. Go no, ahead. but I, as I said before, and it sounds corny or whatever, but I like to be nice to people. And the idea is you always want to make them feel better about, you know, you want to feel... Blah, 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 blah. Treat others the way you, you want, want to be treated. 
Yeah. You want them to feel welcome, right? So you're not going to go in and say, I, 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 your first thing is, how you doing? Yeah. Right? So I, when he brought them over, especially when we were moving, they helped us move. Yeah, Jack helped me move. And. Move a lot of stuff. We were the you, moving crew. You. Oh, God. And so when they came over, I said, you know, how you doing? Blah, 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 blah. You know, asking about mm -hmm. them. And apparently, according to Chris, that was spectacular. They love. My friends. And I. Are, are jealous of my relationship with Carol, my sister. Your sister. Because yeah. they have siblings. And they don't have a similar relationship with their siblings like I have with her. Her and I talk every day. It's through text and it's mostly not. It's mostly quoting cartoons and stand-up <laughs> specials, TV shows and movies from our youth. But still. But it's communication. Yeah, yeah, we're in touch basically on a daily basis. Yeah, well, you two were talking Goodfellas last night. because yeah, right. you know Because I was cause dad, that, Yeah, because yeah, dad came here to do the show, which is another thing. She was like, good luck getting that. I'm like, <laughs> it's going to – like, I'm going to wear them down until they do this. But – at the same time, it's also because you two are characters, and I mean that in the best way possible, is that they l genuinely like being around everybody, and that's why it was fun for them to come over, because it's, it's, I guess, uh, you're the good idea people was, to be around. And I guess the idea, Christian, is somebody cared. You know, yeah. we, we welcomed them in, and they asked about and it's them. A good, and it's a good time. Let's and not undersell that. so, apparently... That means something. These kids, and I'm saying kids, not because they're younger, but whatever. But exactly Didn't have younger. that in their lives, and I guess nobody ever did that. But to me, it's natural. Why wouldn't you say, how you doing? You know, how was your yeah. day? Or, or what's, not, or what's not going what's on? Because that How's sounds like such a, and such? You know, a couple, gener a couple decades ago. But Listen, this is, a, this is, someone could realize this in therapy. This is a, you could listen to this instead. <laughs> Ask them how they're doing, and it saves you a whole lot of trouble down the line. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that means something. Yeah. A lot of parents is no, just like my does. kids' friends are just my kids' friends, and that's what you could do with. You know, blah, but blah. that's being you know, if somebody comes into your house, you know, they usually say, "Would you like something to drink? Sit down, you know, whatever." Yeah, let's talk. But here they're coming in. You know, gee, I haven't seen you, but I don't really say that. But but it's great to see you. You know, how are you? I can't. You know? They've been saying for ages that I should get the two of you on here, and I've been saying I, I that I was Carol. And now I was like, good luck me trying to get them on there. No, you know? um, but I've wanted to in part because they're like, but your parents are so great. I'm like, yeah. well, they didn't raise you. Kidding. But I said, uh, you know, it's With that's you. fine. But I they don't they don't again. You're, I don't feel I'm doing anything different. But you're all not compelled to do this. You'd be surprised. Like, that's not, like, even thinking about, like, my own friends and how I interacted with their parents. Like, mm -hmm. I try to be the most respectful because right. it's like, I that's just how I was raised. Right. Mm -hmm. And then some parents could, could give two craps about any of that because totally. it's just like, I'm not going to know you. You're just here to entertain my child. Okay, cool. But and then, but there are some... And Where my thinking in that is, why did you have children? Yeah, and and, and my thought process is is like, well, I mean, it, I'm not necessarily go coming here to be your friend, but I mean, the added bonus is like, oh, I know the family now. Like, this is so cool. Like, right. that's me and my my buddy Scotty. Like, I know his family. Like, they're they're almost my cousins because I don't have many cousins right. that I know personally. Um, I've got enough to make up for it. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I I get this cool opportunity to fit in well. basically add to my friend slash extended family, you know? Mm -hmm. So like because that's how my mom operates too. She's like she, she'll tell any of my best friends like you got like during the summer like we would leave like if you need if you needed a pool, come through to the house. We'll, we'll give you the Wi-Fi password. 
Like, if you need a place to go, we'll, we'll always be the safe haven. And that's kind of the philosophy that I hope to, to carry on. Because that was also how my dad was. So mm. I think that it's – I think that I want more people like you. This is what I'm trying to get to the point of. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I, will that's, say that I, I appreciate that. that. Obviously, that has trickled down to me. In as much as, and I, you know, you take your cues whether you like it or not. You know, you take your few cues from um, your parents and, uh, and from your, just your family in general. But yeah, that's definitely how I. I mean, again, you've done this now for three years. We've worked together on a couple of projects. Like that's very much my approach when it comes to people. Anyway, when it comes to at least you know, um, collaborating Big time. and even meeting everybody. You know, because obviously I've met a lot of your. Your crew, you know, and working on these on these projects, and it's just like, yeah, okay. Do you know how happy I was to call you and be like, "Yo, come to Just Desserts." Like that was yeah. that was great. Come hang out on my film, and then like, I think you'd be good for this. Would you mind auditioning for my friend Andy? Yeah, sure. And then I'm just like, all right, wait, I got a short. Are we gonna do this thing? And then it's like, let's do that. And you got to see me direct, you know, you know, and all that. It's uh, the the, it the most alarming of circumstances. That was wild. We'll talk. We'll talk about that in the future. There'll be a whole thing. There'll be a whole episode. I'm sorry. I just have. We're, I have flashbacks at this point. <laughs> we're gonna have to do. We, if if I'm being honest, so we recorded some a discussion of the four of us who who shot the short film, the out, and um, followed the out the dot out dot film on TikTok and Instagram. Lest we forget, links down below. But um, we're we're probably gonna have to re-record that down the line because <laughs> that's a four hour discussion. That's four hour uh, fuster cluck. But anyway, um. Yeah, so we'll uh, – oh, you got that, did you? Yes, I did. Okay. I'm, not, I, I'm not dead yet. I didn't say she that. She knew what she doing, man. Come I on. know. I'm tra- Again, I'm trying to be very well This is your this mom, is, dude. My, I know, but it's still my mother. I, was, I don't I don't. Yeah, cur- but I know and you'll you. Say, yeah, but I don't cur- – not around you. No, you don't. I don't cur- – I'll quote dialogue from something. You know, I won't hesitate yeah, to quote you, Goodfellas or something. You, but. You, you are open and you say things just in whatever you say, but it's kind of done in fun. In my family, when I grew up, that would be a no-no. Of course. but So I know that you and your sister, if you say something, whatever it is. Off color. Let's, I, let's call yes, it off color. Right. I know it's not serious because I know right. who they are and they're allowed to do it because they know I'm not, whatever, you know. You're not uptight like that. Yes, exactly. That's the word. But, it doesn't um, bother me at all but because I know that. There's I did no a negative. fairly good job. I'm yeah. not going to say excellent, but I did a fairly good job of bringing them up, and I know who they are Judges. as people. I know who they are as people, and I, you know, I know they'll do the right thing in the right place. Exactly, Mrs. Abalo, I'd give you a solid ten out of ten. You did great. Oh. Well, thank you. I appreciate well, thanks. that. Yeah, Carol's got to get in here one of these days. She's now we got to. I try. You know, when I go, they might write. She tried. <laughs> you know? There are worse epitaphs. Um, Do you know Jack Lemmon's? Uh, have you seen Jack Lemmon's gravestone? I know you're a big fan of Jack. She Lemon. tried and succeeded. Have you Have you seen it? No. His gravestone says Jack Lemmon in. I like that. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> he's that's fan- amazing. That's he's amazing. fantastic. He's he's. I'm not. That's not a joke. That's literally his. If you look no, at his no, tombstone, no, I, that is, I, it's excellent. Listen, about he and, you, Wal- you he have and Walter a- Mathau are my favorite. People. Yeah, the two of them. Oh, underrated cool. as a comedy team. We don't talk enough about them. They're, they're fantastic. And I like him as an individual. There's a lot of he's very humble. There's a lot of the original odd very, couple in the out. And he's very sure he's very know. grateful if you've ever heard any if you've ever heard any interviews for what he did as a as a career. And every every job he did was appreciated. So that I like. You know, he wasn't out there, I don't think, for ego. He was an actor. He was, he was a celebrity. An actor. He was he a celebrity. Yeah. 
and they I just like they too. enjoyed what they did, and that's that's what's cool. I don't like I don't like a big mouth, and I don't don't like anybody that's out there for whatever they want to be out there for. Speaking of not being uptight, we got to talk a little bit about Uh-oh. taste. No, I, this oh. is a compliment. Oh, okay. Because I think, aside from the personality stuff, which we've obviously gone in depth in for a little while now, when it comes to my taste, you two had a lot of influence on it in one way or the other. Now, first, let's recap. In the early days of marriage, we, we've talked about this, but what was, you had the shows you watched, but fr- Friday nights, you watched, your Friday night TV lineup was? Uh, Sanford and Son. Uh, Rockford Files. <laughs> and I forgot what the third one was okay. at the time. But it's like, no, but they were, they were watching Sanford Son and all the family and all that. Yeah. So I, so again, they, they were people of taste in the first place. And as you asked my father last night, she can give you a direct answer. The Muppets, incredibly prevalent in my youth and ever since. Yeah, we watched it every night at 730 when you were little in the kitchen in Hegel Hillside. It was right See what I mean? This TV. is why I said we'll talk about that tomorrow. The TV was on the table. He sat on my lap, and there we were, you know, with the, the thing coming on. And din, 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 din. yeah, it was great. It was on Nickelodeon. It was, it, was, it was syndicated Nickelodeon at the time. But see, that no, predates. It was on Channel 2. Was it? I thought it was Nickelodeon. No, it was on we, we had well, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon did. We didn't have Nickelodeon on the TV. And we did in Hillside. We, we did? did not. We had cable no, in Hillside. We, so we had HBO as well. Sweetheart. Yes. Sweetheart. We didn't have it in the kitchen. Excellent point. You're right. It was in the we living room. We watched it this in is the back, kitchen. This is in the old days, kids. Okay. <laughs> when we only had a hookup in the living room. That's You're in absolutely the kitchen, right. We had a little TV, and he sat on my left. In fact, I have a picture of that, which I could find. We were watching for you, the news because we were, not, we were and, not happy. And we were watching. I'll send it to you later. We were watching. Um, Muppet the Muppet Show. City there. Yeah. It was like 7 30 at night or yeah, something. Yeah, 7 30 like 8 o'clock. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, they would syndicate was, five nights a week. You watch yeah, the Muppet Show. It's the best. And, and the movies. And for, well, we had HBO in Hillside as well because we watched Carol and I watched Fraggle Rock. Um, and 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 what you can't do on television. Or well, that was Nickelodeon. You can't do that on television. Oh it's on Paramount Lord. Plus, <laughs> which is uh, yeah. I was thrilled. I sent that immediately to her. I was like, "You're not going to believe what just landed on Paramount Plus." Which she oh, knows really? the show, but it was yes. Did you ever watch Pinwheel? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, Pinwheel. My God. There was a Canadian show called Today's Special. Uh, Bell and Sebastian. Bell the cartoon, Sebastian. yeah. I can tell you all the shows. Bell and Sebastian, you know? that's right. I, I, you're the first person I've ever met that actually watched Pinwheel. Carol and I watched Holy Pinwheel. Sh- what was the sugar other honey one? iced tea? Maple Town. Oh, what was that? God. You must know that. Wait, Eureka's no, Castle? No, that, that was, was after cute. my time. After you, Bell and Sebastian. Yeah, it was cute. That was cute. that was a, a, a kid and the dog. Um. That's yeah, that was no. So that was cool. that. Those were the kid shows. Watching that when Aunt Lolly was painting the house when we were moving. Remember that? And she was hearing all the stuff on T, I think. Probably. Oh, Aunt Lolly. What a character. What a, what a, I'm telling you, what a, what a character. Aunt Lolly was great. That was his landlord's mother, who well, happens to be his cousin. <laughs> Obvious. So Gee, you think? If it, she was my aunt, what no, would he No, no, no. But I'm saying, well, you don't know who your, who your cousin is, but it, it kind of went, he grew up with. The family. Yes. And, and he, well, that's, that's he grew the, up and has a house and now Chris is living with him. Well, I'm renting. renting. Uh, re- yeah, renting it's a house. I'm renting. You know, so it kind of goes full circle. Well, it is in as oh, much wow. as he was living in the house in Nutley when you met dad. Right. Yes. Because he was a little kid. Right. And he was going to Nutley, whatever elementary right. school it was. Right. Because he and I went past it at right. one time. I met him when he was eight years old. Yeah, you babysat him. Yes, I did. Which is the funny thing because and it's I, like and the circularity of like Had to tell forward. him about the reason why you should, you should 
understand that you have to take English in your life. Oh, did he was you? What very was very unhappy? Well, well, what was it? Because no, he got. I I, I forgot where he was. As a second was grader, he, he was he was, he was no, indignant. No, 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 no. Okay, no, he was older than that. Okay. And I said, well, it might not be something that you're interested in later in life, but in school they want to give you a well-rounded, you know, mm -hmm. uh, idea of what's out there, so that you might become interested in it. Mm -hmm. So it's something that, unfortunately, whether you like it or not, yeah, you're time, stuck with. You're stuck with. So <laughs> Sorry, that's elementary school kids. Sometimes high school. And so, you know, I don't know whether he took that to heart, but that was what he got from his aunt to be. I don't know if I was married then, but yeah, he that's what I told him. That's right. But he's um, a good kid. But when it comes to taste, <laughs> but what it wasn't because you had kids that you watched the Muppet Show because the Muppet Show started before I was on the scene. Because so they were, were you on, watching it uh, anyway? Did probably, you and Dad watch it I before really... having kids? Do you recall the Jimmy Dean show? Because he was on that. That Rolf was. I was. Well, Kermit was. No, yeah, you. Like, Rolf I, was. That I don't really. No, but Kermit, wasn't Kermit introduced on Jimmy Dean? It was one of those variety shows. No, it was Rolf. Rolf was the first like celebrity. Right. Muppet. Right. But uh, I thought but Kermit was, was introduced later. Kermit would show up like on Salmon Friends, but that was. Ah, more... okay. I, yeah, that see, sounds I'm not, familiar. I'm not encyclopedic that about it. That sounds familiar. Is it? So Salmon, Salmon Friends? Friends, you would have watched. Okay. I think. No, I'm just thinking, but no, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, because it was Jim Henson's. That was the, sh the show, the uh, puppet show. It was, oh, okay. It was, okay, uh, okay. It, was, just... it was like the predecessor for the Muppet Show. Yes. Oh, okay. But it was. Uh, it was a little more crude yes. in, oh, okay. in its execution, but it was literally sometimes just the characters performing like sketches. Okay. Yeah. And then either that or they would perform songs. It literally was the basis of the Muppet Show. Muppet Show, yeah. it's like, all right, let's do that again, but for a half hour. Yeah. And and primetime. And primetime. Well, I mean, obviously Sam and Friends was primetime too, but also they were doing Sesame Street already. So they were like, okay, this is kid stuff. What are we going to do for us and for the adults? And so that's yeah, also exactly. how the Muppet Show became. Like Muppet Show thing. may be appealing to kids, but like it it's was more not. adults. So many, oh, yeah. There's a lot it's going on. So much it's more. It's so much. And same with the movies. They're so much funnier as an adult. There's so many things you don't pick up on. Oh, 100%. So many excellent jokes and a lot of. It's not that there's like a lot of subtext well, necessarily, but it just it, it resonates differently. When you think of the Muppet Show, though, the children mm -hmm. are looking at characters. Right. That's what they're looking up. They're not listening to the dialogue, I don't think. Well, that's it. And they're get, seeing puppets. And, and you're getting attuned, more yeah. tuned into that humor yeah. and everything. And so they're looking, the oh, I like that little puppet. That's cute. But yeah. the prevalence of the Muppets and Snoopy and all of that. I mean, you dressed Snoopy. me in these things, in these clothes. I got, that's my first uh, my You want to know what we have on our shirt? couch at home, Christian? What? We have, <laughs> we have a, a Snoopy. A plush Snoopy. A plush Snoopy from my partner here. And and we also have a pillow with Snoopy that was flown from California as a Christmas gift shaped like Snoopy's to her head. father, shaped like Snoopy's head. They're together on the couch. But that, I got I got a plush Snoopy for my father, which has kind of like a mouth a that Father's kind of opens up. You shake him, and it's a Snoopy. It's the uh, Bill Melendez laugh, the Snoopy laugh. Oh, because when so Snoopy cool. laughs, it it makes my father, it amuses my father like few things in life. Have you ever seen any of the behind the scenes recordings of them doing Snoopy's laugh? I have, but I, that would break the illusion for my father. I couldn't show him. Oh my God. I, first off, I'm with your dad. Snoopy's laugh to this day can still make, like, it's like thinking about it makes yeah. me giddy. It's that and him picking the bones off the stack in Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, when he's reading yeah. the paper. Oh, that, I got it. The, there's there's one other thing I love about Snoopy when he's angry. When Snoopy's <laughs> angry, it is always hilarious. There's there's one. I don't know if you recall this, but if you're as if you're fans as much as I think you are, 
Do you remember when Snoopy played tennis? Mm-hmm. Wait, when, you talk about Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown? Uh, yes. Yes, of course. When he played tennis Wait, and freaked out. Mr. Snoopy! <laughs> yeah. He takes the air out of the tires. He takes the air out of the tires. Dude, Bon Voyage, Charlie Brown was our We taped that off of it. It was like on a Saturday afternoon on like CBS or NBC or something. We, we watched that to death as kids. That's maybe – was that the first – Carol would remember this. See, yeah, this is a question would. for her. It yeah. was like the first or second VHS tape we ever had after we got a VCR from probably. Sears in Ocean County Mall, which has been gone for decades. It was probably a small fortune of VCR back in 1980. Right. And we paid a lot to have them repaired, too. Oh, God, yeah. That was a whole, that was a whole industry that has collapsed <laughs> but was very profitable for a long time. It was that. You mentioned Sears. I think they get the idea. Yeah, exactly. And it was the, um, the, the primetime premiere of DuckTales. Um, were the first couple of things we filmed. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. We came home from dinner and we were so worried we were going to miss it. Now, speaking of which, again, when it comes to the influence of taste, I have to give you and Dad credit for, for being very sharp when it came to your taste in movies and things like that. Because aside from The Muppet Show and aside from Snoopy and Peanut, which again, you would watch with us. It wasn't like, oh, that's kid stuff. No. So because you and I were watching. We Muppet haven't grown Show. up yet. So well, that, but that's, that's what I'm saying. And again, Dad bought his first color TV to watch cartoons and colors. So that's a, that's a very real thing. So that's oh, that was a where joke. I'm coming from. Oh, that wasn't a joke? No, I swear. That's, no, I'm that's literally true. like that's where my polarity comes from. The Harvard-educated military, you know, West Point, all that We didn't that get stuff. to talk cartoons with your dad? We'll get there. He, I'm sure he's going to come back on. Now that we've we've done it, we've, oh. we've broken the seal. He we'll enjoyed it, so you'll get him back. Oh, oh yeah. We, when I was down last month, we just watched Looney Tunes for, what, two nights? There was a, a Looney Tunes uh, Warner Archive collection that came out, and we just put on, like, the first time released on, on disc. Um, I know what I'm getting, y'all, for Christmas. Okay. Nah. <laughs> okay. Let me ask you this then. With all the media stuff that you guys have shared, is there like a particular memory that you might have, Miss Abalo, of you guys watching? I know that you had the Muppet show, him on your lap, but like is there any other like cool memories that come to mind when it comes to watching like either Snoopy or any other thing? Or like maybe something you showed him for the first time? Um I don't know, except that, you know, even at, at our age compared to something that you know, Snoopy would be something that a young child would really be in. And like you would say, okay, I'm setting this on. It's coming on now. It's here for you to watch. I'm going to be in the other room. We're there. Yeah, they're not in the other. It. That's what I'm saying. Like, We're as watching kids. with them. No, so that's that I get. Like, we, that's how I was too. Like, so we haven't technically, if what I just said before about a Snoopy and a pillow with Snoopy's face on our couch. Yeah, no, those belong to dad. That's Those a, that shows you where we are at eighty two and seventy seven. So yeah. what can I tell you? That just means you guys love life. Like that's awesome. <laughs> like that's that's how I want to be. Well, you're when welcome. I'm forty six. You're welcome to come over anytime. Any friend of Chris is a friend of ours. No, it's a, listen. We're all. I, I keep referring to Cape in an unfortunately a Vin Diesel Fast and Furious kind of way, but like it's it's all one big family. I welcome everybody, well, and once they're in, like stay I wouldn't dare. I will not. <laughs> I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I'm not going to pretend like him. I'm going to keep a sharp oh, distance. Well, from. You won't see my Fast and Furious movie. If you made one, I would out of allegiance to you. But I'm like, I know, like everybody says, those movies are dumb fun, and I'm like, well, you're half right. Anyway, so. When it comes to taste, though, and as far as an influence, because this yes. is important. And again, you may not realize this, Uh-oh. but Uh-oh. now the summer before I was seven years old, the summer before I started second grade, you and dad rented Beverly Hills Cop and we watched it as a family. Now, not a lot of seven-year-olds watching Beverly Hills Cop. 
Isn't that the one I said you couldn't watch? In 1988? No. <laughs> oh. No. Pretty Woman. I couldn't oh, leave woman. the room. No. Okay. So they rented Pretty Woman and Carol got to watch it because she was three years older. I don't know how old she was. Well, obviously, we all know it's about a hooker, right? It's a Disney movie. Pretty Woman's a Disney movie. Not that you might even relate, understand that. No, at, but at just because it was just because she was a hooker. Yeah, I literally had to stay in my room for two hours while they watched Brother Three and then watched Pretty Woman. <laughs> that, I, now that you mentioned it, I remember that now. Have you seen it yet, dear? I'd be glad to let you see it. I could give less than a damn about Pretty Woman, okay? <laughs> okay? It's a Disney movie. It's a Disney, like, I've met a rich prince. I'm a hooker excuse with a heart of gold. Excuse me, that is a fantastic movie. What don't you don't you talk shit? Listen, I love me some Gary Marshall. Frankie and Johnny's his most underappreciated film, if you ask me, and it's not named after a holiday, and that's important. But Princess I, Diaries, bro. <laughs> Sorry, my generation. Continue. What'd you say? I said Princess Diaries, bro. Gary okay, no, Gra- okay, that is your generation. I was in my twenties when Princess Diaries came out, so I, I had aged out. But um, anyway, and I look, I got nothing against that stuff. I'm not. I have no problem with it. It's just, it wasn't. For me at that point. But no, Pretty Woman, it's a Disney. It's a Disney princess movie. Even you could acknowledge that. Um, but I can, yeah. Watching Beverly Hills Cop at seven years old. I mean, that had an influence. Let's let's be honest. Um, but you and dad. Yeah. No, it is. But, but at the same time, me being a seven-year-old, it didn't say like, you know, especially because it's just violence. I mean, yeah, they go to the strip bar at one point. But that's, you know, that's barely yeah, that's plays into anything. Two minutes or so. But you and dad also rented. It wasn't because. Here's the thing. It's not because you had kids. It wasn't because you had a five-year-old and an eight-year-old, but you and dad rented Back to the Future, and we watched it for the first time as a family. You rented Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and we watched it as a family. So you two had good enough taste, excellent taste, as time has shown with these being classic films, that that Thank you, informed- Thank you, No, I'm being serious. <laughs> like, aside from The Muppet Show and aside from The, the, the Peanuts, you yeah, know, cartoons yeah, 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 yeah. and, you know, uh, specials and um, movies- that was important. Aside from the fact those things have stood the test of time in terms of, of comedy, in terms of film, in terms of, you know, pop culture. But as a child, when that stuff was new, Back to the Future was brand new. I don't know why it appealed to the two of you to rent it. Because, again, it wasn't because you had kids and it was like a kid's movie. And same with Ferris Bueller. It's about a high school kid. Carol and I are in elementary school. <laughs> We're in Spruce Street School at that point. What do we know from high school kids playing hooky? But you two had enough of a sense of... We're going to rent this. And it's not like you follow trends where it's like, this is supposed to be a popular hit movie. Let's check this out. It wasn't about that. But the two you had enough, enough, your taste was that great that I you introduced it. it that way, but, but you did, Well, I've been saving it for this. See, I'm oh, holding okay. out on, on giving you praise because I'm I want to do even, it on camera. I'm not even lying. I, re, I even recall having this conversation with you because we talked about this. We had, yes. Really? We, we, we talked about this very recently. We did. And I did comment how cool that is. Because it wasn't even like, let's because, appease the kids. It was like, let's just watch a cool movie. Exactly. And, but they were current movies. Like, Back to the Future just come on VH. I mean, we're talking 1986. So the movie was a year old. It was, we rented a ShopRite in Lakewood. Same with Ferris Bueller. We just moved there. Because there hadn't been a block, the blockbuster hadn't opened yet. So ShopRite was where you rented VHS tapes back right, in the day. Right. You, you know, it'd be like three bucks for four days or something. Right, so right, we right. watched it on a loop for four days, um, which is why my sister and I could do Back to the oh, Future, the radio so, play. So then you. Got to see you were in that group that got to see the teaser for part two in that VHS because that was yes. the, that was the first time and it ended with to be continued. Correct, and was incensed at the fact that we didn't go see two and three in the theater, but that's okay because I made it right down the line at some point, or we did collectively. I don't remember how, but I was like, we have to go see these movies in the because I was always pushing to go see movies in the theater. The only movie I, I remember still the still f- like the first one. I know everybody loves the first one, but, Priceless, I, but as a trilogy, but it's pretty strong. Way. No, well, they're all great. It's not like we need to pick or choose which one's the best. But as as a, as a story, as a three-part story, it's excellent. But 
that was a lot. I mean, you two went and saw Moonstruck in the theater. It's something we watched as a family, which is something we still watch now. Granted, it's a PG movie, and it's very. You like Moonstruck? We love Moon. That's one of the movies as the movie. As I got a family. it. I have a little connection to that movie. Okay, go ahead. Camerari's the 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 bakery in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up the street from where I lived in Howell, because they opened a secondary location. <laughs> so I grew up going to Camerari's all the time. <laughs> And that was like their shtick. You go into the place and it's all Moonstruck memorabilia. It's still in Howl in Ramtown. That's hysterical. It's called oh Sweet Camerary's now. But like right. I grew like that was the whole thing. They were the reason I watched Moonstruck to begin with. I had never heard of it. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, I didn't know this. I That's didn't excellent. Either. That's fantastic. Because I, I have a website. I have it bookmarked all the locations where they shot Moonstruck in New York. Because um, the I mean, I, I think the original is still there. I think. I'm not entirely sure. It's been years since I looked this up. But you can go to a Camerari's and Howell. That's and, fantastic. And, and, it, well, and it was. That's next month. That's another trip. You're going to come with us for that, too. Yeah. And, uh, that's a. Uh, yeah. That was my. If you're open haunts. Sundays, we'll go there Sunday afternoon, come back. We'll get some dessert, and then we'll come back to the house and have some macaroni. That's what we're doing next month. Nice. Um, not, not in that showbiz phony way of like, we're going to have dinner. We legitimately are. Um, anyway. Yeah, but right. there was a lot. I mean, you two went and saw Beverly Hills Cop in the theater. I forget you left us with somebody. The you kid, two went and the, saw the 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 family down the street. Okay, their daughter. But even that was like she was a baby. That was the first time we left you with somebody. I think yeah, right. But you went and saw Beverly Hills Cop in the theater. Like that's right. that's something. And then you watched it with your kids, knowing exactly what the movie was. <laughs> you watched it with your seven year old and ten year old. That's fantastic. Did you sneeze? Bless you. Yes, I did. So sorry. Bless okay. you. No, don't apologize. I just want to make sure I. We're, you know, we're very heard we're, what I heard. we're polite people. <laughs> Don't take me as a representation of the rest of it. I know. I'm so I'm so not used to this level of kindness. This is crazy. Well, even though my family was a little unusual, I learned from them manners. and I know right from wrong. There's no hey, excuse listen, for bad manners. It's not unusual to be loved by everyone, okay? Yes, exactly. Wow. Thanks. Now you're speaking to that generation. There you no, no, go. No, no, Good no, boy, no. Christian. He remembers some things. Um, but – that again, and the fact that you know you're watching. I mean, I really San Francisco was a mainstream show. It wasn't like some you know you weren't listening to Red Fox's party records on Friday night. But no. still, it's it the fact funny. that you all had that taste. That still was an influence on me. I mean, but and at the same time, but that circles back around because when I was in high school is when I started listening to George Carlin. I was buying George Carlin cassettes. Where the, where you? Well, that's another. Where, that's a whole other story. No, but that was you were aware of him, but you you all hadn't watched like the. You had, I mean, maybe you saw the HBO specials once upon a time when we were you know in Hillside Prior when we had HBO when we had cable. Seven words. Um, well, no, obviously you you knew of him, but you had, I just remember bringing home a cassette because the the album was called. It was he did he shot it at I, don't, I think it may have been the State Theater. It was, he shot it in New Brunswick or East Brunswick. I forget. It's special in 1988, but the album was called Prevental Advisor Explicit, Explicit Lyrics. And I bought it just because I was like, well, this is the one. This is where to start, just based on the fact that he named it after the advisory sticker that has people. What did you say it was called? Um, It's called Doing It Again is the name of the special. Um, It was shot in New Jersey. Where is it? George Connors comedy, New Jersey talks about because he his previous special, 1988 special, was What Am I Doing in New Jersey? But then he (laughs) shot the next one in New Jersey as well. Um, Because you you know what's crazy? But the album had a different title. But I bought that at the mall in high school. I just remember bringing it home and I was like, I got George Carlin. Oh, he's bad. I mean, not in a bad, not in a thing, just because he cursed and he got in trouble and all that. I feel so silly that my introduction to George Carlin was the most G-rated thing ever. Go ahead. And no, no, it's okay. We don't have to go into it. I was just like, but did you, but did you know? So, because George had been a a comedy staple for, for decades by this point. But did you know? 
do you know who his early partner was? Abala, I'm actually curious if you know this. It, it was a guy named Jack Burns. Yeah, Jack Burns, Burns and Carlin. They did an album together, yeah. But did you know what Burns's big other thing was that he did? Of course I do, but tell her. It, it, he was the executive producer of The Muppet Show in the first couple of seasons. So yeah. Carlin yeah, was- Yeah, Burns. Yeah. Right? Uh, Jack, George Jack Burns. Burns. He, uh, wait, okay. Jack Burns. Jack Burns. Jack Burns. Jack Burns. Okay. And then he also Highly co- Irish name. And then co-wrote the first Muppet movie with uh, with Jerry Jewell. I yeah. I so Carlin has had his hand in influences that I didn't even realize growing up. So and knowing that we have the Carlin connection, I'm just like this is this is oh just God, yeah. this is great. And he's got about every percent, everything he does is as the the sad thing is everything that he has said has never changed in twenty or thirty. No, years. that's why anytime no. anything happens, oh it's still God. relevant. It's so sad. And a huge so influence on Kevin, obviously relevant, and it's sad because. It, it should have changed. It should have changed. You would think, but, he, he, but had a, he, had every, he had everybody all drawn out. I think there were about 2% of things that he might have said over time that I said, eh. There's a co- the, about I, 90, 98% I'll give him. I can yeah. quote a handful he's, of jokes that don't age well, one, but overall his observations, his observations about society, absolutely. It all, it all sticks. But I remember buying that, and that kind of became... You know, I'm playing those cassettes in the car because I had a cassette player in my car. Well, mm-hmm. I guess we had a cassette mm-hmm. player in the in the Dodge Caravan. Um, and then it was me buying the VHS tapes of the specials, and then we're watching that. And but that's all the way up to now. And now where, you've got the whole kit and caboodle. Oh, right? I bought multiple George Carlin boxes every time and they release a new one. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, because we're both. That's that's such an incredible part, and that was very important when it came to uh, my development as a teenager into adulthood. That kind of space in between adolescence and adulthood, where he was kind of an influence at the right time because I was already, I was so fascinated by language. I took Spanish and Latin at the same time. So when I got somebody who's literally talking about language and break down the role of language and what language represents and euphemisms and all that. I mean, that section alone, which they resequence, it's funny. They kind of um, split the, the album version. They kind of reversed it. It starts at the second half of the standup special. And then side two of the cassette was the beginning of the standup special. It was kind of weird. They kind of changed the, the running order, which was weird. But um, him t- doing a whole section on euphemisms was just like as a was it 15, 16-year-old was just like this guy speaking my language. Like that that stuff really, really connected aside from just the funny jokes about dogs and farts and stuff like that. I mean obviously that connects mm-hmm. with everybody. Those things are universal and evergreen. But – that's that influence is kind of all the way up to today because with the exception of this trip, because we've been busy, you know, recording uh, someone's silly show. I always bring down a, a stack of movies and I'm like, we're going to watch some stuff. <laughs> so I'm now showing and you movies. And your that father got has by a grin. You. Yeah. Well, no, but you do, too, because I know yeah. to get stuff that that's to your taste. Um, yeah, I don't like violent stuff. I'm No, but they're, they're I, enough. I, I like to. To be funny movies, happy. Uh, yeah, but I'll, funny I'll bring stuff. it up. It's, you know, movies like Midnight Run or like yeah. I mean, you did that. I, I like watched. I watched Haunted Honeymoon because for some reason we'd never watched it. Um, but there's I'm I'm always bringing movies down to to watch with you guys, which is kind of like. But so much of that was an important part of my you know your early sense of also what's funny because that's also at a time where I mean if we're just talking about. You know, Ferris Bueller, I mean, that's John Hughes, who was insanely prevalent in the 80s and, and still is in terms of, you know, that's that breed of movie, teen movies. Um, and Eddie Murphy, of course, who was one of the biggest stars of the decade. And Back to the Future, which has become, pardon, pardon the pun, has become timeless. <laughs> but the best. it's it really is. But all of that, like that's kind of set the stage for so much of my sense of humor and the wonder of film and like all those other things, which is funny because I don't remember us going to the movies a lot. I know we went and saw Turner and Hooch together. 
the four of us. We saw that in the theater. And I think the last movie the four of us saw together, if I remember correctly, because I think it was us, and I do believe Carol was there as well, was Happy Feet. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Which is 2006, so it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, but I, we never went to the movies, the four of us, a lot. I was going to see movies in town. I went so out we to home. see... No, but I still so I went so I analyzed this by myself. I went so out to sea by myself. Saw Mrs. Doubtfire with a friend. Like we weren't going to the movies a lot. I bought Aladdin when it came out of VHS, and we watched that together. You know, like there were at that point there were a lot of movies where I'm just like, no, we need to watch this. Dad, <laughs> um, Dad can I get the Ninja Turtles? Well, Ninja Turtles. Well, that was just being a kid. You know. Yeah, but that was you. That was. Dad, and, 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 well, no, I needed the Ninja Turtle movie, and I was all kind of upset. Ninja Turtles two specifically, Secret of the Ooze, the best one. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to fight you on it. You know. No, it was. I I washed a car. I made five dollars, and then Dad was getting. Dad was having an internal crisis. I got to buy him that movie. I got to buy that movie. Which I wasn't a whiny kid. I wasn't like you were not. I wasn't crying about getting Nintendo for Christmas or anything like that. No, we were never like that. No, Um, I can't. I have no complaints. No, we we honestly were not. We were brats in that way, but um, it was. You know, it, it was just something that was always. They were, they were strange part. kids because they were normal. That's what. No, we weren't. <laughs> no, we were not. Well, you're, no, you're way I mean, off on that. No, 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 no. Well, no, normal I mean, to you guys. No, but I mean, you were, you were, you were in in the realm of young kids. You were we not a problem because we weren't annoying. We weren't brats. Yeah, we weren't. Right, we didn't did, act up. We weren't you, troublemakers. You did. We didn't sibling, cut school to get tattoos. Right. You did sibling things, and you know you were to tat back and forth. Mm-hmm. But you know, as which is kids normally do. I but like you how were dad, not terrible. I like how how dad was so kind of underplaying the fact that oh I played hooky and then I'm out with a friend and we went to a movie and we were killing some time and I was like I'm gonna get a tattoo he was just very very matter of well, fact about it as opposed to cutting I don't think whatever it just it doesn't matter but it's just kind of funny that he kind of downplayed it where I'm like well if that was the bar <laughs> and yeah I was very well behaved that I didn't cut yes, school to get a tattoo didn't, you didn't uh, did he talk about uh, Drawing on the wall, going up the stairs. No, I didn't want to get into oh, when he got okay. in trouble as a kid. I don't want to talk about him being a bad little kid because he was a bad kid. He but was, you know, he, it, again, nineteen forties Newark. What do you expect? You know, kids were. He didn't get in trouble. Were, it was just in in the he house. Got in trouble in the house. Yeah, but it was he, he was a, you know kids were feral back then. If we're being honest, um, but as I'm looking now in the in the monitor, you know, there's this. You know, you were good enough to go with me and sign off at Spencer's at Freehold Mall, so I get my ear pierced. Twice, because I got these at the same time, because I knew I wanted two, for whatever reason. And you were agreeable enough to just be like, okay. Because you probably knew I was going to do it anyway. Well, it's not the worst thing in the world. And I knew hopefully maybe you'd grow out of it, you know. And, yeah, everybody, and whole, has to, and if, everybody has to go through stages. And I'm not going to be, you know. But that's that's kind of unique. I can't live. I We couldn't live your life. You had to do some things in, a, I guess, experiment. Thank goodness. One of the things I'm extremely proud of is that neither of you were into drugs or, or alcohol. No. I mean, we both, we both drink, but we're not. So, yes, exactly. We, don't, we so, don't have an attachment to it. So having that off the table was, you know, you were angels in a way. And I don't mean it in that way, but the fact that I know, you, but it's going to make me laugh for 100,000 reasons. But No, still. but I'm saying you didn't that. Taking those two things off the table, which are major today. Yes. Made well, it, no, and always have been. Made it, made it easier. We and my, no, we weren't troublemaking kids. I'll and, say that. And my goal, as you've heard me say before, is now I'm going to use the Kleenex, but that the two of you were friends when I die, which is eventual, is what I want for both of you. I don't want something where – no, I'm fine. I don't want 
you to, you know, not be communicating with you, with each other. That's very important. You can blot that out. Nope, no chance. I am <laughs> no. milking your vulnerable moment for all no. the views I can get. No, my important thing is I'm okay. My important thing is that you are in contact with each other and respect each other. Yes. And, and we do, I, and we are. If I did that, then I did an okay job. Okay. My speech is can over. Can you wipe your eyes now? <laughs> my speech is over. We stop mucking up the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets into the act, folks. Everybody gets pulled in, whether they my, like it or not. My speech is over, but that—that's it. As long as they're they're friends and they're happy. Christian's very touched. That's why he wouldn't put himself in frame. Just he wouldn't put this camera nope, right now. No, nope. yeah, he's like, this I'm is a, this doing is a really good, Apollo. Leave me alone. Do you need some of these? <laughs> no, I'm good. Right, just checking. There's enough to go around. Meeting for the two of you, Saps. Anyway, no, um, I just think that's that's very important. I don't want to. I I want you to be. You know, life is tough enough, but I want you to have the connection. That's why I do, and maybe I shouldn't say this because people are going to see this. Who cares? But I kind of feel for people that, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and we never know why. You're 77. Some, what do you care what people some, think? No, no, no. But some people might only have one child, and I feel that's that's hard because they don't have somebody to bounce off of in their later years. You know, somebody to talk to about their- I've, their... I've had that conversation with one of my best friends who, as you know, is an only child. Right. The early, idea of being an orphan. Early, early- you know, childhood, you have nobody to bounce off of and talk about early days like we're doing now. Right. So to have two people and the fact that hopefully you get along is the best thing ever. That oh. you created two people that like each other because lots of t- – I mean, you create people, whoever makes peoples. <laughs> peoples is peoples. Peoples is peoples. And people are born, but that doesn't necessarily mean if you're in a family that you like each other. But it's very important to me. You be related. It doesn't mean you're family. Right, right. Just as for me, 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 me. Yes. I want you two to like each other. And we do. And hopefully love each other, but That's like it. each other. We won't admit it. And, and get along. Because if you didn't, that would break my heart and I probably wouldn't have made it to 7-7. Seven, seven. There you go. So... There you go. Excellent. End of my speech. Okay. Anything else, Christian? <laughs> I got something. Let's talk about let's talk about oh. some fun stuff. Let's talk about some more off the beaten path. Oh, your parents are cool kind of thing. Okay. Because this this amused the hell out of me. So I went in. Um, I want to say it was soft. Yeah, it had to be sophomore year of high school. I went and visited a friend. Um, in in Jersey, in North Jersey, and I came home and I don't remember how it was found. How it was somewhere, but I had gone and I he and I had gone into a store and I had bought a whatever bookstore it was, I bought a Playboy and came home with it. And I, I don't know how it was found out that I had this Playboy. And there was a discussion. And I said, well, can I, because you didn't like the idea that I was going into a store and buying it. You were afraid I was going to get in trouble because I wasn't 17 or I wasn't 18. Oh, I remember it very, very well. Trust. So anyway, um, I said, you you were worried I was going to get in trouble. And how for old trying was to the person that was with you? We were both 16 okay. or 15, 15 or 16. Okay. When I went to store and bought this Playboy and, you know, the, the cashier was foolhardy enough to sell it to us. But you said. What, did you have a beard and a, and a mustache? Yeah, I had a something? mustache and glasses. Okay. I went in. Right. <laughs> and lifts in my shoes because I wasn't six <laughs> feet tall yet. Um, but you said. And this is true. I don't even. This remember is true. That. Oh, but I remember this very well because this is a fantastic story. If I may see, say, see some things you remember and you forget in your old age, Christian. <laughs> By the way, my mother genuinely likes the mango chainsaw liquid death, but it's become a thing on the show, so I had to bring one. After now, the margarita has been they're been, so good. Been put aren't away. They? 
It's very good. Well, they're healthy. She's a fan. I mean, they're not unhealthy. There's that. But anyway, you took the subscription card and you subscribed to Playboy in dad's name. So I wouldn't risk getting in trouble going to stores and buying Playboy. So you, you dad essentially subscribed to Playboy for my sake when I was a minor. Yeah, How we, cool is that? Well, where were those? Like, where were those issues? Oh, I sold them a while ago because oh. they're, they're worth some money. <laughs> what am I going to sit and read? What am I going to thumb through a magazine now? Did your father enjoy them? I don't know that he ever read them, but you don't remember that? No. You I'm were sorry, so, you're like, I don't want you getting in trouble and buying a magazine like this. It's, so there were subscription cards. And it was like $20 for a year or something. So it wasn't All bargain. I knew was you had I, a thing for Columbia House. That was my main thing because you were buying stuff from Columbia Well, that House. explains it all. Women in CDs. Isn't that just, that, that just sums up Chris Abalo. Those are the days I remember because I paid those bills. That's why I remember. But I don't, I'm sorry. Not for, I, no, I, was, I was, okay, that was in high school, but I, I was working and I was eventually, that wasn't very long. I didn't have like, you know, you weren't paying hundreds of dollars in Columbia House debt. So it wasn't that bad. That's pretty funny though, that you remember that. That I remember. No, I you, that's what happened. That. Wow, that's funny. No, you did. Because I remember fast forward when I got back into Howard Stern several years ago and the fact that his mother, when he wanted Playboy for his birthday or Christmas or uh, I guess it would have been Hanukkah or something like that. And he said, I want Playboy. And, you know, she did a whole spiel about okay. you know, the human body. There's nothing to be ashamed of, blah, blah, blah. But those women are freaks was her whole thing. Um, <laughs> that's not what real women look like was her was her spiel. But no, that was She's something nice that lady. was stunning to me that I'm like, OK, but yeah, Playboy arrived in dad's name. But, you know, the issue ended up in in my room. Did you ended up putting it on my desk. Brown paper, paper. Brown paper wrapper? Of course. No, it comes wrapped in something. They don't want, I mean, the, it's not, not the mailman's business if you're yeah, subscribed. Yeah. But I mean, Playboy, you know, for what it's worth, it is a mainstream men's magazine. Right, it wasn't, right, you know, like Hustler right. or something like that, that, you know, had a different kind of, uh, that was on a different level. You know, it was, Playboy was considered a sophisticated men's magazine. But just the fact that you subscribed to Play, dad, dad on paper subscribed to Playboy essentially on my behalf was pretty amazing. That and that's something pretty... you deserve. That's something you deserve credit for. Yeah. Because at the same time, I don't think you took. Well, same should... with watching Beverly Hills Cop at seven years old. I don't think you were oblivious enough, oblivious enough to think. Well, he's better that this is safe and we know what's going on because right. he's a teenager. He's going to sneak around and try to. It's going to find it somewhere. Better but, that it, we at least know. Then he's but, being a little a little jerk about it. But the nice thing about all these things that you're talking about the movies that we watched together mm -hmm. is the fact that, and, and I don't want him at the other end of this table to get all mushy. I'm fine. He does but, all the time. He's a big soft but, this guy. No, but it, it's and, true. It, we, we watched Physically it. and emotionally. We watched it as a family. Oh, we watched Playboy as a family, but No, but movies, I mean, we yes. watched all these movies as a family. No, so we I agree. all together, so. So we're, which is the funny thing. So then if you had a question. You did fast forward through a couple of scenes in Dirty Dancing. I remember that. Okay. But if you had a question <laughs> at that yes. day, whatever, you could ask it because we were there. But that's, that's. We didn't leave you alone and let you do whatever you wanted. So we did it as a family. So we were a family unit. Agreed. But that's something I didn't know at the time because to me, that was just my experience. But right. as, as you get older and you talk to people and you realize that was going on, like, my you, you have any idea how my friends' minds are blown by the fact that seven years old I watched Beverly Hills Cop. At the same time, it explains a lot about me. Um, but. It's still something that they're like, or even the Playboy thing. Like, are you kidding? Like Jack's head 
melted from the inside out. Like when I told them that you described a play by Bobby, like never. I'm Nobody's still trying to wrap my head around. It's I, real, it, but it is something like I you could, don't. To be honest, I guess about, it, but I don't really remember it. I, like, I, think, I promise you, no, those I'm came not in Dad's name. Sweetie pie, I'm not doubting him. And then we I just should. re-upped in Dad's name because why not? <laughs> why put me on the hook for twenty dollars? I just want to no, know but, if he enjoyed it. No, he didn't. No, I mean I don't. Re- not that I remember. I, the mail would come. You were home. At, well, no, you went back to work. I'm sorry. So maybe I got the mail because I was home from school while mm-hmm. you two were at work, but mm-hmm. not as far as I know. No, he never, but it's not like he ever expressed interest or anything like that. So there's never a point, like I wasn't hiding it from him. That'd be weird. But no, that was something that was insanely unique and something that I appreciate the older I get because that is something that's outside of the, um, let's say Dr. Spock who wrote all the parenting books would would not mm-hmm. approve. It is something well outside the norm but that I look to- at is that I was fortunate that my parents were not oblivious as human beings. I give the mm-hmm. two of you a lot of credit for that. Okay. And, um, you know, at the same, but it's even unique. Like, I didn't even think about, you know, three of my biggest, this is another thing that came up in Cape 205 with, with KP Burke and talking about comedic influences because he talked about the things he used to watch, like The Daily Show and, um, excuse me, not The Daily Show, um, Weekend Update with uh, Norm MacDonald on SNL was important and all these other things he saw growing up. But for me, I said, no, the biggest comedic influences for me, even before George Collins, I was high school as a kid. I'm talking, you know, 10, 12 years old. It was... Bill Cosby himself, Sinbad, Afros, and Bellbottoms, and Eddie Murphy Raw. A lot of range. <laughs> That's a lot of range. But I never – until he said it when I listed those off, he said – and three black comedians too. That's He's like, That's interesting that those were your biggest influences as a kid. That never, that literally didn't occur to me because it was never, it was never something that was even a thought in our house. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, right. I mean, me, and you probably didn't think of it until I said it just now. It's just like Sinbad, Eddie Murphy, Bill Cosby. It doesn't matter. Bill Cosby's in a different class, you know, now 30 something years later. You know, that's another, yeah, that's another thing. That's the whole thing. Right. But still like, but as a kid, and granted, that was a PG special and Sinbad was pretty PG as well. You know, he doesn't curse in his stand up. There are people that happen to have a talent. Oh no, but I'm saying, but it wasn't even a thought and something so much so that I, and not in an oblivious way, but it's something I didn't think until he brought it up last year you know me at, at 40 years old where he was like that's interesting the three of your most three comedians that influence your sense of humor a lot as a kid no mm-hmm. less because again george was in high school and monty python wasn't until i was almost 20 um so that stuff comes later but as a kid you know and that cement's still wet it didn't even cross my mind that they were black comedians and it wasn't even a thought because i'm saying in our household because, like there was no th- it was just something that wasn't on our radar and i'm that alone is because you don't see that you see them as people doing their job but you don't awesome. see it. But you don't see it that way. The fact that you and dad don't see it that way is important. Because again, right. I consider myself lucky. Right. And lucky right. in the extended family too. Because we have right. a very diverse extended family in terms of not just people who I've brought around, not right. just girlfriends and stuff. But it, as far as, you know, a lot of wives and girlfriends of the extended family, where right. I'm extremely lucky that our family does not bat an eye when it comes no, to that. No, they're great. It's something that's not, but it's just not on the radar. And it's, again, you don't think about it because you don't have an experience to compare it to. We all just have our own lives. But the fact that it's never been a consideration Which with, is fabulous with, with the two of you yeah, yeah, yeah. and with the extended family is just, that's insanely unique. <laughs> and it's something because that- Because they're all, for lack of a better word, which is a simple word, they're all good people. Oh, absolutely. They're good people that see people for being who they are and not what they look like or whatever that, you know, the stuff we talk about now. But I count myself lucky. Pie pick people apart for. Well, that's now it's, now it's all about dividing people based on their race or their their sexual orientation or their, you know, their identity, you know, all of that. Let people Um, live their lives and leave them alone. Hallelujah. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) But again, I count myself as insanely fortunate in the, the roulette wheel that is human existence that I, 
I was raised by two people who didn't care, who were like, we're watching San Francisco every Friday night. That's how it is. That's our That's schedule. That's just funny. You know, I mean, there was there only was appointment television back in the day, but that was like we're watching San Francisco. And then there's me fast forward to, you know, the mid 2000s when stuff's coming out in DVD. And I'm like, I'm buying all the San Francisco seasons. We're going to watch the whole series together. Um, but all that, you know, that says a lot. That is a huge reflection when it comes to the two of you. Which is something that the older I get, and again, the more you talk to people in their experiences, and particularly, you know, as as I've grown up and as my my circle of friends and family extends beyond just hunkies, I do learn honestly how how unique it is. Well, I'm obviously I'm taking the you know the, 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 the not that that ever carried any kind of weight to it in terms of offense, but you know I, I'm happy to joke about it. But that is something where it's just like no, I really never had any of that growing up. It just wasn't a consideration. It wasn't a thought. It wasn't something that had to be, nobody pointed it out. And it's something that, that I've learned how unique that actually is. And that again, it's just luck. It's just, I was born to the two of you go figure. And as we went over with dad last week, the fact that I was born at all concerning grandpa Emilio was mustard gassed and then shot apparently, which I didn't know because I never read the full papers and it wasn't, you have to to be found four days later or some insane, you know, you have to have, I want you have to have Christian. Yes. Well, no, not not that he can do. Oh, it, he'll want to be here for it. Whatever you're no, going to no, say, no, 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 no. he's in. You 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 have to get Anthony. Yes. Somehow, via uh, Zoom. Uh, Zoom. Thank well, you. My we'll, brain we'll, is we'll going. When he comes my we'll, my brain is going soggy. Uh, I think uh, he'll make Zoom. time to come here. For um. This. Even just so we have it, even if right. it doesn't go out as a, as a show. Yeah. For the right. Get him because he's the, the you know. Um, he and Joanne are the keepers of the yes, tree. Yes, yes. They are the yes. keepers of the he's, tree. He's tree number two. She's tree number one or vice versa. I'm not, I'm I'd, I'd, sure. I'd rank them equally. Yeah. They're co-chairs so, of the yes, tree. Exactly. The tree. So, yes, exactly. So, you know, he's got all the stuff. He was mm-hmm. the one that got the paperwork. Mm-hmm. Well, um, exactly. That which, we, we have now. Which Christian was insanely jealous of because he's like, we don't have, we, we only go so far back. And I said, yeah, a lot of families only go so far back. The fact that we have this stuff and we know this. Right. And one of the things about your grandfather was, wasn't he, now you know this better than me because I don't have it. We're about ca- to find out. Capital, capitalized in, I mean, capitalized, whatever the word is, uh, in my head. Uh, wasn't 77 is kicking in. It was, <laughs> Wasn't he captured on your birthday or something? No, 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 no. That was when he he and a, he and one of his uh, army comrades uh, captured a machine gun nest in hand to hand combat. Took out five guys. That's what I read on the show because I've shared that on social media. I have that that main page. I have that. How do you spell bal- How do you spell badass? Abalo. Yeah, exactly. Good man. That and, was the only. And that, that, you know and what? That's three days from today. Is. His, his birthday. 42. Version 42. His birthday. Launches. And that was the day his grandfather did something Well, that's why I said, cool. remember I told you it's weird that there's dates like October 7th. I mentioned that with um, on the yeah, show with Dad. It's, it's just it's, like, it's eerie that it's good day, unfortunately followed by a bad day because grandpa gets mustard gas, but then it's right. a bad day because of grandma's day. And if you want to just, uh, would you mind uh, corroborating the story I said? That you had feelings about me being born on October 7th. Absolutely. Since grandma Silly had passed away and Angie came to you. You and spoke to Aunt Angie about it. Because she came, because she was the coolest gal. Well, they both were. They were special people. Well, well, as the family calls him Hun, because their daughter called him Hun, and everybody calls him Hun. No, because they called each other Hun. They called each other Hun. So the and kid, we their were, kids call them Hun. So we refer to him as Joe, Hun. Uncle he, Joe Hun. Uh, anyway. Uncle Joe and Aunt Angie. Aunt, Aunt were, Angie is my father's sister. They were always there. Um, 
right away to visit somebody, to bring a fruit basket, to whatever. Um, when we brought Chris home from the hospital, um, they came that day, which was, I believe, a Sunday. Uh, and I said, you know, Ange, I feel bad because Chris was born on the anniversary of your mother's death. And she said, don't feel bad because he's kind of taking her place, not that she can be replaced, but he's coming in after her and she's watching over us and watching over she him. She wanted to make it a good day. And she wanted to make it a good day. And so that- That gets me. Made it okay. I'm eyeballing the tissue box right now. Yeah, go ahead. That's still, no, it does. No, that, that does, that stuff gets to me. And again, the older you get, and unfortunately she's not here anymore either, Anna Right. Angie, but it's one of those things where she it's like, cool. wow. But the fact that October's, it's, it's, it is a weird thing that October 7th has been a prevalent date up to me, <laughs> it, th- there's something, there's something to that. There's an excellent, do you know, I'm going to say everybody who saw it last week, that's fine. Do you know that the Italian superstition about the wine? Cause you know about, they made the wine in the basement right. of the, the wine cellar, right? Right. In the basement of in the house Hutley. on fifth street. On fifth street. Do you yeah, know the superstition the... about no, the wine? No. Dad said this last, I've never heard this before. This is fantastic. The superstition was you can't let a woman on her period down in the basement while the wine is any point in the oh, wine yeah. making process have, because it'll yeah, spoil the that. wine. Yeah. Like, That's fantastic. I think I might have heard that. Because, you know, we say things about like, oh, you know, and it's in it's in media, it's in films and TV shows and stuff like that. It's just like curses the old country. There's even that scene in Moonstruck, they about put a curse on that plane. The, I don't yeah. believe in curses. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> do I. You know, there's there's stuff like that, but it's like, you know, curses. And I was explaining to Christian about this sign, you know, the Maloik, we're supposed to ward off evil spirits. Um, that's where that came from. In the movie, didn't she? I think she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she does the motion. I don't believe in curses. Exactly. She does that. Um, but which has been bastardized by the metal community, but I mean, not, not in a bad way, but this is what it actually is. It's turned into this, but anyway, so, um, but it's one of those things where I said, see, you could say superstitions or whatever, but I feel like there's something to it. Like, again, when I look at the dates for, you know, um, October 7th, it is, that feels like there's something to it. It's a weird, that, cause that's too random of a coincidence for me, especially since obviously, you know, Grandpa Amelia didn't know, excuse me, Grandma Celia, when he went to World War Well, they weren't married. So, no, yeah, yeah. Because he was 21 yeah. when he uh, enlisted. So, the fact that fast forward, you know, 50 plus years later is that's the October 7th, that's the day his wife dies. And that's the day his, his youngest grandson will be born. There's something to that. Speaking of being born, and we can end on this because we've been carrying on for a while. Um, you went into your, your water broke with me, <laughs> right? I was just going to say something about time. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, no, was going to say something. You, you were there. I mean, I was there technically, but I don't have a whole no, lot no, of no, insight. No, 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 no. I was going to say the odd thing about the two of you, you and your sister. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Is that. The, the odd thing, everybody. Just the one. The, which is not odd, but she was born at 942 in the morning and she's going to say I'm wrong. But, but she, I think it was what 9, does she remember? 942 in the morning because it's written on a card that they give you on. They put no, it on I know, but I'm saying like you would know better and than her in this case. And Chris was born at 940 p.m. No, I was born at 942 p.m. Oh, you were 42. He was, she was 40 then. Oh, okay. Okay. Then, then she was 940 you call, you, and she October was- October 7th, 942 p.m. I get a phone call every year. So trust me, I know. Okay. Okay. So she was 940 or 942. Okay. Yes. So that's weird coincidence. It's a weird coincidence. And the other thing is that 
on October 7th, when his grandmother did pass away, it was around that time. Oh, really? Around 940 or 950-ish. You didn't know that? Yeah. It was about that time. See that's that we see, got that, the call that she she had, which which makes it even eerier. Eerier, if that's that's a word. The, but again, see that messes me up because that's why I'm like again, I'm not I'm not religious. I, I'm not one of those people who's just like I'm a spiritual. I'm not religious, but it's just like I feel like there's something on another plane that we don't quite understand because hmm. it's a weird coincidence that close in lineage to have. Why does everybody make fun of that? Like, as I consider Cause, myself because atheists think it's cool to just be like ah this is all there is and blah, blah, blah. and that's it's too it's cool to think you know like ah this is I all don't there is. know anything beyond this life same and I look forward to being able to find out at a certain point but I'm gonna live my life totally but when you but hear I, stuff like that you yeah. can't help but think like oh no that type of stuff that's that's oh man. Yeah, like there's there's something. Somebody's, there's something to that. Somebody's watching. Oh, yeah. There's something going on. There's some something. It could be ancestors. It could be spirits of ancestors. It doesn't there's, necessarily need to be a deity. But. There's somebody watching. Now, does he know? Of course, maybe you don't want to put this in this. I don't care. I have no shame. Um, You did the the movie. Correct. Which Christian knows about, right? He knows all about. Does, he was a big okay, part of okay, it. Okay, okay. Does he know where you went the morning of? The day, the day before, before, the day before, we sh- he does not. Okay, so as you saw, Christian, not that I made a big, you know, show of it. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the public screening has happened of, of the out. Uh, the world premiere has happened. That's festival talk. That's not me just blowing smoke. No. Um, but I named my production company. Okay, so d- just for backstory, in the past with the, the videos, the other stuff I wrote and directed with the only podcast and all that. So the name, our production company, to oh use the term very loosely. my God. Oh, he just put the pieces together. I... Uh, okay, so I had, I had wanted to ask you what it meant, but I figured, to what be honest with you, dude, I thought it was I thought it was because someone else was helping you that I didn't know about. No. Now, oh my God, it's your it's your grandparents, Emilio Celia Productions, and that's why it's also red, white, and green. Emilio and green. Are, do you want the tissues now? Here. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool, man. I love that. I love that stuff. And I saw that when I saw it last week. That's the only thing she liked about the movie. No, no, I'm just well, kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Saying, I'm kidding. I'm just I had kidding. to look at you as an actor or whatever. Or well, that, she had. Okay, perfect. to be fair. Okay, so she she enjoyed the short. I sent it. She she has seen it. My father has not. Because I don't know whether um, you'd understand it. But she honest, had to. I don't mean well, you didn't understand. Negative. You didn't know it was based on a true story either. So there's no. that. But um, so you you were kind of taken off, just like, what made you write about that? Well, it happened to me. But that's another. You know, that's for an, that's for an episode in 2024. Subscribe, everybody. But um, it she she's so used to me being me. She's not used to watch, pl- me playing a character, even though the character is kind of a version of me and based on you know one half of me because the whole thing is my internal conversation. Um, she had to kind of she she didn't um. Wasn't able to separate like, oh, right, he's playing a character. He's this. I'm not watching Crispy Chris. I'm not watching my son. He's, he's acting right now. Mm-hmm. So she didn't, she wasn't able to separate it as much, which is fine. Um, Christian has seen me act and seen me, uh, seen me do voices and perform. And, uh, so he's able to kind of notice that dimension. But you don't really get to see that of me. Because again, I've never seen this, that, no. Yeah. Um, and I don't like, you know, show you that. Or even the little bits you have seen, like when we did the documentary when the, when the only podcast members went to Boston and all that. That's still me and my friends. So you're still seeing me be me. And this is me being me, you know, a a version, so to speak. But um, what's him? 
No, it is. But no, Christian, yeah, no. I, I didn't explain why I called it Emilio Celia Productions because when we're doing the stuff of the only podcast that matters, our, to use the term very, very loosely, the stuff we wrote and directed, it was uh, Half-Assed Films was the production company. And I had, I'd spoke to somebody about that uh, in recent-ishly and they were like, that's a great name. Here's the thing. If you really want to do something with, with the, the stuff you want to produce, you're probably going to want a different name. And I'm like, all right. So I wasn't sure what I was going to I was like, well, what's another production company name? And for whatever reason, and again, and people can think what they want. I, I truly don't plug your ears. I don't give up. But like I never heard that word before. It, well, I'm not saying it. It's still that's you're still my mother and yes, I'm still respectful. I appreciate so that there's that. I didn't actually say it. Anyway, if people are going to think I muted it out, I just muted myself. I, I don't care what people think. Um, I have no shame. But um, I, I never as we went over, I never met my father's parents. You know, my grandpa Emilio died. Um, when my father was uh, 15 and um, my grandma Celia died five years before my birthday was my birthday. I can't explain why I have She was my age in 776 when she died. She was, oh yeah, she's 1899. That's right. She was born in 18. She was 79. Uh, Excuse me. She was 77. In 76. Wow. Um, But- I don't know why at different times, especially recently, I'm talking recently, even within like the last year, mm-hmm. I have felt their presence and I know it's them. I don't know how I know it's them, but they're there in some way. And I know some people believe that. Some people think it's BS or some people just be like, that's impossible. There's no such thing. There's just this life, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I know it's them and I don't know how. So the day before we shot the out, I went and visited them. Uh, I went and visited their grave at, at the cemetery mm-hmm. for the first time by myself because I'd gone with dad. Mm-hmm. And the last time we were there was actually Uncle Al's funeral. So it was June of 2021 because they're um, everyone's buried in two cemeteries and they're both in close proximity to me uh, where I live now. And I had never gone by myself and I had never spoken to them, you know, f- like from wherever, but gone and visited their their grave by myself. So I went the day before we shot the out. Went on March 26th by myself and stood there for a little bit and spoke. Hi, I'm- Brought some flowers? Well, no, that was for her birthday. That was in August. I brought flowers. Oh, okay. Oh, that's um, right. But just went and spoke and said, hi, I'm your grandson. Um, <laughs> I'm making this, I wrote this thing tomorrow. We're making the short film. I don't know what's going to happen with it. This is just another of many things I'm doing. I just know you're there. I don't know in what way. And I don't know why, um, you know, just uh, look out for us uh, if you can, if you can, if you're looking out for me, please help this go well. Please help it go smoothly um, because this feels like, you know, so the accumulation was- of so many things I've been working on since I was 16 years old, since I started playing guitar. And I mean, I guess before that, if we're going to go back to when he's he's writing his silly books in you third grade. You should have gone back to nine when you started. I guess so. Well, I always think of like that was the first real like, because that's, that's putting your money where your mouth is literally. So it was them guitar. who stopped the fire alarm. I credit them now. It was them who stopped the fire alarm, but they were also the reason we got 14 pages shot in six hours, which is insane. No, that, that was where I was getting. But yeah, I know. But holy crap. But I went for the first time I did. I vis- Because we were shooting it, I went the day before and visited them for the first time and stood at their grave and spoke to them for a while. Um, and I was surprised when I saw this last week. Or I didn't, I, I didn't you. announce to them. Yeah, it was, well, no, well, we talked about know. it two days ago when I showed up that you, had, right. you were very moved by the fact that I named the production and company. And I said, show. all I know, because I don't know whether your father would understand, and I don't even know you have to tell him what it's about. You could just say it's a story. Um, I, I think that would mean a heck of a lot. I'll clean it up. 
to him that you did that because it did to me initially. And then at the end, when you added, you know, there's nothing like an Italian flag to bring somebody to, you know, tears, I guess. Uh, and to see it at the end, I think that, you know, would mean a hell of a lot. To, pardon me. Oh, no, I've got this. Uh, oh, to, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had one at the ready. <laughs> there's a to, tissue on deck, everybody. It's fine. See, to see that. And I'll get a, I'll get know, a hat made to, 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 you know, remember your grandparents. I think that's cool. Oh, like that, I said, they've, they've good. been, a, they've been a presence particularly within the last year. And I don't, I, I just, I know it's them is that's the best way I can put it. I've, I, we've never met each other. I just know it's them. Right. I can feel it's them and I don't know why. So it just seemed like the right thing to do. And it might have a connection with 10, seven, who knows? I, I, that's again, I, that's all of this stuff. And again, you saying, now I feel like I may have heard that before. I feel like somewhere along the way it was your grandmother died around 940 at night on October 7th. Yeah. Or you got the call. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know how close it was, but, but still, even that coin, that's still. I don't know if it was your aunt or who. An eerie. Um, But there's a lot of that that's kind of tough to ignore. So, yeah. But, you know, I do astrology and or I'm into astrology and I get tarot readings done and stuff like that. So I'm a weirdo anyway. Um, But when it comes to me being born, and again, we'll we'll end up. We thought we were ending a little while ago on this, but we're going to come back to this. He came quick. If he wants to know. Well, that's kind of what I was going to say. So <laughs> you, your your water broke or you went into labor or what happened? No, no, no. I went for a regular appointment, like oh. at 6.30 at night. And they told me, you know, how do you feel? I didn't feel so great, but it was okay. I can tolerate a lot. You're like, I'm pregnant. It's whatever. And I was kind of uncomfortable, but who cares? And I'm not a complainer. So, you know, they do a, a check and they said, you're Six centimeters. Six centimeters dilated. Dilated. And I went, oh, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> and that was six o'clock. And three hours later, there he was. You didn't even make it to the delivery room. So, and I didn't make it to the delivery room. I was in, yeah. And so, yeah, because there he was. So, and so we didn't, we didn't make it that far. And the joke is. he was in a hurry and he hasn't stopped running since. There you go. That's exactly what I was going to say. But she said it. So now you all know. So he, he's, he's still going. He hasn't stopped. And that's yep. the way I look at it. That's he, how I came into this world, and I'm not stopping until I'm dead. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't wait. I'm on my way. Here I am. Bingo. And <laughs> and here I am. And that's the story, and folks. You, and it's still. Know. And it's still. It's ongoing. It is an ongoing story, <laughs> isn't it? And he's a great son. Oh, is that is that your your final note? Is that where you want to leave us? He's, I'm a yes, great son. I love you dearly, and I I'm very proud too. of you. And keep going. I ain't got Cause no I choice. Because I, I think they might like you. And I think they might enjoy what's yet to come. Oh. And I didn't even write that. I just thought of that now. <laughs> Not too bad. Not too bad. See, that speeches like that might get you cast in something one of these days. No, thank so, you, dear. you know what? Uh, no, 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 no. See, that's, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is why I said, like, they, they're reluctant to do it. I don't know. I would include them, but they're like, yeah, they don't crave any of this. I'll be, I'll be Mrs. Scorsese. You, but see, I you will say be in that. The background. But no, but she's got speaking parts because she's a character. Well, anyway. All right, I'm, I'm speaking we'll it into out. existence. When we do the movie version of the out, <laughs> she, your she, your mom's gonna play a character where either your character or someone who plays our main character mm-hmm. is gonna sit on a bench and just talk about love for about fifteen minutes, and have that be just completely improvised. How do you feel about? Oh, okay, we can do that. I was gonna say how do you feel about memorizing dialogue. 
Not great. <laughs> Not great. I don't know at this point whether I can memorize it. Numbers I might remember. Film, Dialogue? Who knows? But we film it from a distance so that it feels like a nature documentary. <laughs> and that's, that's good. Gonna, Are you going to make me into an animal or something? <laughs> no, no, no. We film it far yeah, Chris away. Is gonna, I'm going to give it to him. He's going to animate <laughs> so, around you. So we film it far away so that you don't feel like you're in a movie. Oh, okay. So then that way it's literally just a conversation. No, but again, you forget. It's, now we're sitting here. You're, you're not, I mean – on some level, your conscious is a camera here, but at the same time, you're not thinking about it because we're just talking. No, because he's fun. I know that. Well, uh, thanks. What about I'm me? I'm used to you. Well, Aww. I'm used to you. All right. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> this, <laughs> no. That's the end of no. another show. No. There's been another experiment. It's, um, it, you're a sweetheart to ask us. But I'm saying, but I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Like that, this is all I want to have. See, all this, all this worry for nothing. This was it. We're going to sit. We're going to talk. We're going to clear up some facts. We're going to set some stuff straight. Now, how much did the world learn about you? Pro- not enough. Christian's going to make some yucks. Yeah, maybe, exactly. Maybe Christian cry a little bit. He's going to get moved a little bit. And be very, he's very ball his eyes out as soon as I say it's another experiment. And um, He's going to eat some macaroni soon? He's going to crave some macaroni like crazy. Oh, this is, that's not fair, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get like, I don't know if they have like a, like a macaroni bowls or something like that at, at Wawa. I don't know if you get meatballs and stuff like that, but he might have to do it. Or at least a meatball sub at Wawa. Good. He's going to find something. Well, it's not the same as what he's going to have at your yeah, house yeah, 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 next yeah. month. Um, well, there we have it. This literally has been a dream fulfilled. I, there's no exaggeration whatsoever. I mean that wholeheartedly. The fact that the two of you have been. Oh, no, I'm not going to. Thanks. <laughs> Happy to do it. Wow. That's a trailer moment if I've ever seen one. Um, <laughs> but I'm. I've been wanting to do this for a while because, again, I want this for me in perpetuity, aside from the world because they deserve it. I mean, you know, of, of the good things they deserve. But they deserve to see us. Well, the story needs to be told. He's Look at him. He's moved by it. He's had the time of his life these last two nights with the two of you being here. Are you kidding? Well, he's having a blast. I've made you happier, Kristen. You've made my week. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm, I'm so happy that this is my last abolo- my last episode of Cape. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't it's, it's all, yeah, it's all yeah, downhill from here. He's no longer. He's, res- he's I'm he's done. Resigned from the show. There's nothing. There's nothing I could do. No he's more like, Muppet yucks. I love you, Chris, but you've peaked. Yeah, this is it. Sorry, man. <laughs> and this is Christian signing off because it's been another experiment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bye. <Stayed out. laughs> Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm very, very grateful to you for doing this, for sitting down and doing You're this. Welcome, and perhaps we shall do it again. But I'm not even – I'm putting it out there because the cousins may very well be watching. I'm just like, let's let's come on. Let's do this. Um, you do a cousins thing. I want to – I would love to have a cousins panel because, again – That would be hysterical, Listen, actually. all the, uh, the the aunts and uncles and everybody, unfortunately, they're dead. There's no, we, we have dad and we have Aunt Dina. The rest of the Newark dozen, unfortunately, is no longer around. But And your aunt is not – well, you could uh, well, possibly – you could possibly have Hun, Uncle Joe. Possibly. He's not going to want to sit here with the camera, though. He's way too impatient for that. He's not going to sit for two hours well, like no, we no, have. No, 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 that's true. <laughs> he, he won't might, do that. No, he might He might not do that. But we I might, mean, he's, Uncle Joe would be good He is available. But his, his kids will more than make up for it. The five of them. Yes, yes. That yes. would be – oh, the Morano panel would be a laugh. Morano panel, that's I'm, good. I'm, I'm willing it to that, right now. That's cute. I know. I, listen, it'll be, it'll be like a good version of the 700 Club, okay? Yes, We're exactly. Just gonna, I'm going to have a bunch of people. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to whip any religion on anybody. I'm just going to have them all here. And frankly – Again, they lifting for me, I can just kick back and let them talk. That's mark of a good host. Yeah. Like, you all bicker and, and, and dispute facts and tell stories. I'm just going to sit back because that is how you run your show. They're funny. Yeah, they're, they're, Oh, I would love – I want they're, it they're, very, they're, very – like I said, I would love dad to be here with some of them to confirm or deny 
some stuff. Because, yeah, because again, they'll remind him of stuff and that'll bring it up. That's what I'm saying. So I'm opening the door to that. Any of you who are watching this, because I know some of you are, you definitely watched last week with him. Hopefully you're watching this one too. Um, I would love that. Especially now you're seeing we run a, this is a professional outfit here. And the Christian's having the time. It's like, just every, just bring a tray of food for him. We'll, do, we'll, we'll book five hours. We'll stay here all damn night. And he, as long as he's, macaroni he will be fun. fat and happy. Yeah, man. We'll just bring him some macaroni, whatever you, whatever you got, whatever you all want to make. you have macaroni oil, you're in, in style. That's, that's a new every, thing invented. Uh, everybody gets in on the act, dude. What did I tell you? That's how we do it here on Cape. If we love you, we tease you. That's it. This is where it all comes from. Oh, it all makes sense. Like you said, I need now I'm gonna have the complete picture, he said when I have the, when the two of you came oh, in. Man. And now it all makes sense. It, it all it makes sense. It all makes sense. It does. That's crazy. It's but it's so cool. It's this insane alchemy that the fact that they got together and that, you know, like I said, the fact that my grandfather survived to eventually ha- marry my grandmother and have my ten kids up to my father. Oh, that was another thing we didn't mention. What? The fact that dad came along Pardon at me? all. Yes. But there were Grandma had three miscarriages? Yes. So had any of those kids been born, dad would have been born. Correct. Most likely. And one other item. Pardon I me wanted that, to folks. No, no, it's fine. To... That I want to bring, that we should have talked about with dad. No, and I'm sorry. I keep saying we're going to end on this, but it's, that could also, that may be a technique to try to get more talking out of you. But one thing I didn't mention, and I don't, I mean, again, this is something Aunt Angie told us. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, she's not here to tell us in person. But um, as we said, you know, family that was, you know, uh, on the, closer to the poor spectrum, definitely the lower part of the lower middle class. And um, with my father being the 10th child and being premature, the expectation was, well, we don't know what's going to happen if he's going to have medical needs or, you know, you already have nine other kids. There was a, I don't know if they were a wealthy couple, but they were a well-to-do couple who I guess were infertile, if I'm remembering it correctly. And they offered to adopt my father because they said to Grandma Celia, you already have nine children. You have this other one. He may have needs. He was premature He's, uh, and all that. They offered to adopt him because they could not have their own children. And Grandma Celia said, I could never give up one of my own children. So had da- that's another one of those things. Had dad been adopted by this family, this couple, his whole life is completely different. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily meet you. Mm-hmm. I come out in some other form because I look so much like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all different. So all these things that lead to... Me, it's weird. Well, it's, you, it's, it's, you realize it's a that lot to think about. Your, your grandmother had 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 loved her all her children and wouldn't even give it a second. Lack thought. of money wasn't going to stand yeah, in the exactly, way. Of that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's my child, and you're not taking that child. Away well, that's from it. Me, I so. can never give up, even you know for. And anybody that does is well. Well, it's about, uh, well, yeah. No, no, we're not making a social statement, but it is one of those things where again, that's another one of those moments where like, well, things could have played a lot differently, starting from dad down to us. And obviously for you, because you wouldn't have met him. And who knows? Right. And all bets are off and for us being he's here He's a cool tonight. kind of guy. Is he? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we have that recorded. <laughs> That'll play well in court when you kill each other. One of you kills the other one. Anyway, uh, that's- 50 and running. We're not going to do it yet. It, running is being very- yeah, 50 well, that's, got, that's, got, Between the two of you, you have two good legs. That's So, I mean, yes. yeah, 50 and shuffling. Uh, so- <laughs> That's good. That's fine. Like it's, Sinbad said, as the older you get- the, both both of your bodies equal one good body. So you're right. able to get everything done. Right. And he's right. I'm seeing that with the two of you getting older. Uh, thank you for doing this again. You're I'm very, welcome, I'm daughter. very, very grateful to both of you. You're I love welcome. you both. I love you too. And uh, and Christian, thank you for being here for these. You said you want to be here when I had my parents on the show. And I'm incredibly grateful to you for wanting to do it, for sticking out yet another marathon episode of the show. Because 
It means a lot to have had you and to participate, which again is why I wanted you here because I'm like, he's going to have questions. Stuff's going to grab him differently because I know the story. And I hope I I know that uh, I was a little, I mean, I was still interactive as much, but I know I was a a little quieter this time around. Just the way that you two interact is just great. So I was like, I don't need to vent. I don't need to do anything. Like, this is this is great. I yeah, just well, uh, I just loved the the picking of the history and seeing where Apollo gets Apollo. Mm. That's so cool, and uh, it was an honor to to be able to sit in on these. This is this will probably go down as like one of my favorite podcasts of like my five year career <laughs> in doing this, and more to come because we're gonna take the show on the road one of these days. It's going to happen. Cape Road Tour for the win. The Cape Road Show. The Hello World Tour. We're going to hit all the countries. All of them. You'll see. Again, Just, speaking new existence. Starting with Cousins. Starting with the Morano contingent. That would be, that would be, that would be cool. What? With to do the, a tour? With the, with the, no, I forget the tour. Well, you, listen, I'm not being mean, thanks, I'm not no, no, being no, no, mean. No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm just asking you to specify. I'm not I'm, thinking I'm, as a I'm, No, the, the, the Morano thing. I think just getting the Abalo because as far as I know, we're the only family that is. That name in this country. There are folks, because I work for the paper, as I said earlier, mm-hmm. and there was somebody with the same name, I think, that lived in Matawan or somewhere that it was was on our our uh, um, customer list. But I think they were Spanish. They were not Italian. They were by, yeah. So um, I think that we're the only family, which is cool. So to expand that and explain... You know, and and have these characters that were born into this family. Oh yeah, all together, a group of five. Even if you include, you know, Joseph and whomever else, but them, mm-hmm. because as we've said, we've spent most time, most, most of our time with them. Right, with them, and and they've just been so welcoming and and fun. They're fun. And people. the Larsons don't have these stories either. No, I'm sorry <laughs> yes, to not say, as color, not as colorful. Love them. I, I, love, I love the love Larson them. family. Yes. Not not the same degree of mischief. Yes, and, we could go the, there and tell stories, but I don't want the world to know. Well, there's that. Uh, but yeah, but I agree. Well, listen, I when adore we see my them, brothers, but you know, it, you know, which would be fun with them. But then again, but the Abalo family has been a blessing to me for 51 years. Oh. So there we go. Yeah, leading all the way up to to this. This is your <laughs> award for raising me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your good fortune continues. 50 years of dad and 42 years of me. I'm trying. That's all I can say. I'm trying. I haven't been. Well, you've done it. I haven't been a mom of a 41-year-old, 362-year-old. 362-day-year-old. Day-year-old. Easy. Well, three year no, tomorrow is another day. So it was 363. You're splitting hairs at this point. Yes. Yet. Middle, so aged, I, middle-aged children, just say it. So I take it a day at a time. Each day is a new day, and I experience each day, and I don't well, know nice what's going to know, happen. Nice to know I'm daily work. That's very comforting. <laughs> That's a perfect way to end the show. My son is my son is a lot. That's what you're saying. Anyway. Uh, Are you still rolling this? Thank you really? all. Of course. Uh, listen, we, we we capture it all. Even if, <laughs> even if 40% of it ends up going out, <laughs> we record everything. It's all going to live somewhere on, on a hard drive. Anyway. Uh, thank you all for watching, for listening. Very much appreciated. I hope you've been uh, entertained and amused and uh, maybe even a little informed about the history. But this has been a big deal for me. I'm doing these for me. In the same way I do this show to make myself laugh, it's the show I would want to do 
Uh, it's a show I would want to watch if I wasn't doing it. Excuse me. It is kind of late. We've been at this for a while. We've been here a while and we've been under these lights <laughs> for a while. So maybe, or the, the you know thimble of margarita I had is kicking in. Regardless, um, I'm glad to have actually talked about the stuff and put all this stuff out there. And now you can, you can libel the cousins when we see them at Thanksgiving or Christmas, just to be like, no, you should go. I went. It was fun. <laughs> so you can tell them to come in. So you can vouch for it. It'd be like Donnie Brasco. You'll vouch for this guy. So, and you can do that. Um, no, anyway. Wouldn't. Well, that's what I'm saying. I would love to have that. 2024 will sit. Christian is fun, so it's easy. He it's would have a. I mean, think about the, the cousins. Just the five Morenos alone, he would have a riot. He'd be. He'd be. He would rolling on the floor. His yeah. his stomach would be hurting like crazy. It'd yes. be he'd be laughing so hard, and he'd eat so good that night. That <laughs> I would I would love and a Bala buffet or Mor- Morano. Well, they're Morano a buffet. They're, they're of the Abalo, yes. you know, tree. So it all counts. Mama um, comes from the tree. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening and watching. Of course, you can follow Christian. On Instagram at RK Productions, on Twix, Twitter, but we'll we'll compromise and call it Twix at RK Player One, uh, and follow Just Desserts Film on Instagram as well uh, for his short film, which will be making its way through the festival circuit as well. Follow that for screenings and more information about that. You can follow me on TikTok and Twix at Chris Abalo on Instagram at Chris Sells Out, and follow the out. You can follow that on Instagram and TikTok at the.out.film. Again, links down below in the description uh, to see future screenings on that and uh, everything that's going on. There'll be some behind-the-scenes clips and uh, different things. There's a film clip out already, a clip from the film itself that uh, you can find on the socials. So keep an eye on that where more information can be found about that. And, of course, follow the show at Cape Pod on Instagram and TikTok and on YouTube as well. And you can also subscribe by, well, if you're watching this, hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell as well so you know when a new episode goes out or when clips go out, which are most days, Mondays into December. We're doing full video episodes. And uh, subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Give the show a thumbs up, five stars, whatever is uh, applicable. And uh, we'll be back next Monday with the Halloween live stream. October 30th. Don't know exactly what time yet, but uh, you should be following on the socials and you know exactly when, but it'll be the evening of October 30th, Eastern Standard Time. So look forward to that next week. And um, thanks for watching, listening, and we hope you enjoyed. So until next time, for Sue Abalo and Christian Cordez, this is Chris Abalo, and this is yet another experiment.